Check one, check two. Are we live, baby? Feels good, feels good. We good, huh, doggy? I like it. Sounds good. I can hear it from your cell phone. Let's uh, play some music. Sounds amazing, too. Does it look good, doggy? My G. Shout out to my boy YG. Shout out to Frankie behind the motherfucking uh, the ones and twos over there. Um, and uh, yeah, let's like, let's sub- subscribe, homie. Let's tell the world we're here. Whew, it's gonna be a blockbuster tonight. Yeah, Hoodstocks. Like, subscribe. All that good stuff. The devil's me, I can't think. I'm up all night, I can't sleep. Oxycontins, I can't breathe. Try and move my body free. Have them running around the streets with a face mask. Yeah. I don't know what I want to eat to make mad. Uh. Even worse, I'm a flirt with dead dance. Uh. Reach deeper and further in hell's mansion. Yeah. yeah, you talking what you ain't living, you walk past. Uh. Scum city, cheat dead, not average. Eyes bloodshot red, no sleep pass. Uh. Do we really need to make an example out uh. Crawlers in my bed, fuck suck, cunt moves Russian roulette, got two in a revolver On my John Wick shit, bipolar proctors I'm sick with exposable doctors Devil is me, cause I ain't phased by pain no. We can do five, I go twelve in a ring Come on. KO, kill on sight, the grim reaper Asshole don't come at me for my beef Lethal, street sweeper, keep creeping I'm beefing with any motherfucker for no reason This mean and my demons are ready for war with no breathing I won't stop till they get proper, stop speaking his eyes mouth covered, I stay true, don't wanna see nothing here, nothing speak about you. I'm rude, heartless, the devil, it's true. The devil's me, I can't beat. I'm up all night, I can't sleep. Oxy cocktails, I can't breathe. Try to move my body free. Devil is me, it's me, it's me, it's me. Oxy cocktails, I can't breathe. Devil is me, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. This is my creation. Glass my hand, I put the blood on the pavement. I'm ancient. Past life, old town, burn me to a cadence. Swing it dead on the hangman. Open up the Bible, set the stone swarms all to the nations. LA County Tales, walk a book of revelation. Looking in the mirror, I see the back of my head. Throw the devil at me faces. Pretty one, how you gonna hate this? Kneeling to the altar, Christ hangs from my neck. Look at all the sweat dripping off my skin. Stepping off the body, you the shell of my sins. Seductive sensation, she dances in wind. She calls me king, I said, who am I again? Be the beginning or the end. Human life, you, you don't have to repent. One, check two. There we go, baby. I had the freaking mics off. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by Origin Bakery Equipment, your one-stop shop for all your bakery and restaurant equipment needs. Home-based to wholesale, commercial, bakeries, new and used. Please follow them on Instagram at Origin Equipment LLC. And you can pull up on them in the city of South El Monte at 10441 Rush Street. All right, today's podcast is also brought to you by attorney Nicholas Rosenberg. He's a certified specialist in criminal law. Attorney Rosenberg is based in downtown Los Angeles. Rosenberg specializes in defending all strike offenses, firearm, gang allegations, sales of controlled substances, strikes, guns, and gangs, and drugs. For the latest updates, at attorney, attorney Rosenberg on TikTok and Instagram, attorney Rosenberg is punching back on criminal cases. Okay. Whoo, about to hit the blast off button. Hope y'all ready. <laughs> um, let's, let's, let's start it like this, okay? Everybody's going through their own problems in life, right? 
Like we all have our individual issues that we deal with on a weekly, daily, monthly, yearly basis, right? Um, some people are pissed that Tapatio went from 99 cents to damn near three dollars. Okay. That that is crazy. It's a crime. It's a crime. It's a crime. The man in the hat is pulling a, a, a 211 on us. But that is inflation, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. But we got up the other side of the spectrum, right? The people that are mad about the Tapatio prices. And then we got uh, a small percentage of the uh, spectrum 150 days out after serving 29 years in prison. Back. 115. 115. Sorry about that. 115 days out after serving 29 years in prison. Back from high demand, popular demand. I mean, everybody, give it up for Brian Lonely James. It's good to see you back, brother. Honestly, dog, last time you were here, I think you were out from 34, 34 days, was that it? 34 days. 34 days. And now it's 115. And to be honest, dog, when you left from the last podcast, we all did a side bet on how long you would last, bro. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, it's cold. It's a cold world, doggy. What you have on you? How many days you have? You know what, bro? It's hard to look at you in the face and tell you this, dog. But I said uh, 67 days. Damn. No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, my boy. I'm fucking with you. That might be cold shit. Yeah, huh? Who took your money? <laughs> no, no. Who took my money? Uh, the man that had 77 days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what's? That would be a cold shot. Can you imagine every time we had a street dude right here, we all just like, all right, homie's gone now. What you got, dog? What you got? Yeah, what do you? Yeah, bop, bop, bop. What, I got. I got three months. I got. You know. Yeah. Um, but no, that's not what we do. But I. I, I, I mean that that is a cold reality. There are dudes that. Do like they just can't break that six month mark? No. I mean, there's lifers um, that I've seen. A dude just did 32 years in our house. A wall gone. He hasn't I, hasn't been out six months. Okay, he's an ex lifer. 32 year ex lifer. 32 years in the system, an ex lifer. Mm -hmm. And so, you are in a halfway house. Yeah. Okay, and so he's in the same halfway house as you. And he already AWOL'd. Already AWOL'd. Why the AWOL, bro? What do, you, what do you got going on out there, man? You know what I mean? He fell in love with a female and, and chased her down the street. Damn. Chased her down the street. Uh, I mean, and we say chasing her down the street, I mean. I'm talking literally down the street. He lives around the corner in a tent. In a tent. Why do I find humor in that? It's so cold and it's so fucked up, dog. Yeah. But like, damn, bro. You AWOL'd. You went from a cell. I mean. I guess that's the ultimate uh, expression of freedom, right? No more locked doors. He's in a tent. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to look at it in the bright. I'm trying to yeah, look at it yeah. in a different angle. But I mean, it, yeah, it's a zip door now. But here's the here's the cold part. It's, he's scouting for press a violation of parole. Yes. And if you're a lifer and you parole and you do go back to prison, they reinstate your life sentence no matter what the crime is. I can go steal a pack of bubble gum from the store right now. If I get arrested, they're reinstating my life sentence. Okay. Then I apologize for laughing about that. No, Check he's, it out, bro. he's an idiot. For no, I know he's an idiot, bro. But what did he do, bro? He's living with a chick in a tent, you know? Like, damn. I mean, is he is he missing a limb or something, dog? You know, besides uh, some I, I mean, brain, brain cells, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, what ten the fingers, ten toes, fully functional. 
dudes come out of prison after all that time just devoid of love, starving, haven't had any kind of intimacy, affection. So a lot of times the first female that, that gives them that, so they're, they're off to the races. God damn it. And not only was he off to the races, he was off to the fucking shopping cart races because he's down the block in a freaking <laughs> yeah, tent, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That, you know, I mean, is did he get out of it? Come on, bro. Let's be honest. Though. He, he got back on drugs, right? That's the word. I don't know. I mean, I mean come on. I if you get a AWOL, 30 years, blah, blah, blah. Like you either your psych meds ran out yeah. or you're back addicted to some type of. It's hard not, drug. Yeah, it's not hard to do the math. And and the cold part is our whole house, like I said, is full of lifers. These are dudes that have gone through the process, intelligent, emotionally intelligent, um, on on multiple levels. And there's 50 of us in that house. We talk, we understand. Um, so there's no excuses. You know, we all hold each other accountable. There's no excuses for for what he did. Shout out to all 50 of those other dudes. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> You guys are all shaking your head like, what the? Yeah. What the? What is yeah. wrong? And you know what? On another note, that is interesting to hear that in your halfway house, it's all lifers. I mean, how hard would it be if they put ex-lifers in the halfway house with, with parole violators? Yeah, that's been the thing. I mean, most halfway houses, like before, the one we have, is de it's designed specifically for lifers. So... Prior to that, you had lifers coming home doing time inside the halfway house with a guy that's done 18 months, 36 months. Now, these are guys on completely different spectrums. You know, these are completely different caliber of people. And, and, and for the lifer, that's, that's a dangerous, that's an unhealthy situation. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. It's, I mean, it's an unfair situation. Yeah, yeah. It's a very unfair for, for, for that individual as a man that is, 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 is a man, a different type of made man after doing all those years and to be put in a situation with just kids that yeah. don't know, even know the, uh, an, an, an inch of it. You know what I mean? And yeah, absolutely. I agree. You know, so that's, that's, that's good to hear that you guys have like harmony within you're at like it's it's not unhealthy you have a lot of dudes yeah. there it sounds like yeah. that are all like they they they're grateful to have their freedom back mm. and and is all everybody's probably talking about is their endeavors what they're going to do now yeah. you know motivating inspiring each other right i mean every day like a guy will come back like i got the driver's license you know uh, i got my first debit card um you know Every day, it's a victory. We see guys, I, you know, I got my car finally. You know, I'm passing the test. You know, you guys got studying for the test together. So it's beneficial. It's beneficial where we're at. I mean, everybody's thriving right there. They're killing it. No pun intended. Yeah, absolutely. No pun intended. I sucked on my first titty. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody's just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was it? Yeah. How was the areola looking like? You know what I mean? Yeah. The areola. <laughs> Nobody says areolas. <laughs> Nipples. Yeah. What kind of nibbles you got? <laughs> you know, Little Caesars, you know what I mean? Fucking. <laughs> it's got to be. A, so it sounds like there's just a lot of joy in that building. Oh, the, man. The, the gratitude is just bursting out the seams right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know what, bro? I'm glad that you're in a good, a good place like that. That yeah. makes me genuinely very happy to hear why. Because that means the system isn't all that much messed up. And they realize who they let out and where they're going to place them 
for the, the, the transition into the free world, yeah. you know? And so that gives me a little hope in, in, in certain things, you know what I mean? Like the system, right? Like, you know, because, wow, I, I, to me, it kind of, to me, it's, it's very like interesting because, you know, I've been around the different people, right? You know, the, you know, been the, I've been the guy out on a pro violation and still just not giving a, you know what, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then there's that, the serious dude that got out and he, he did a stretch, you yeah. know what I mean? Through, you know, juvenile to, to a man. And so that's, that's important that they got that right. I don't want to, I apologize for being long winded about that, but I, 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 and I got high. <laughs> uh, shout out to East LA exotics, baby. You see him right there and they gave me some good stuff today, you know? Um, so the last time we had you here, like I said, you were 34 days out. Here you are at 115. I apologize for getting it wrong in the intro. It's a typo. Um, 115 days out. Last time you said it was it was traffic. It was you. The way you were enjoying life was traffic and doing laundry. Not so much a fan of the traffic anymore. That novelty is lost. The laundry, yeah. I, I, the laundry has a, still a little little excitement to it. I still like doing my laundry. I done a couple loads last night. Yeah. Don't like the traffic though. I was on my way here. I was stuck in traffic with my sister. And um, yeah. Don't like it when you got you got places to be, you know, got things to do, and yeah, not a fan no more. Absolutely, you know, it's you got like you said, you got stuff to do now. But at the end of the day, it beats a canteen line, it beats stuck in the package line, it being stuck in a chow hall line. You know, you do that compare and contrast, and and I'm grateful every time. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you're still out. I'm glad I lost the bet. For me too. Um. You said we talked on the phone and we and we wanted to talk about um, transition, you, you know, your, your, the, the further transition that you've made and experiences you've had to experience uh, being out from doing so much time. And now not from 34 days, though, but 115 days, which I, I can imagine a lot of things have transpired between that time. It's a lifetime. It's a in, in when you're looking at like my life, the time that I did, um, it's a lifetime. So from the last time I was here to today, yeah, it's it's been a roller coaster. It's it's been a lifetime. I mean, do you feel like you've grown as a man? Yes, yes. Um, made mistakes. Um, I've learned a lot of things. I've experienced a lot of things. Still, still got a long way to go. But yeah, definitely. Every day, um, I'm coming into myself. Um, learning more about Brian. Understanding who I am in this free world. So yeah, definitely. And uh, what kind of if you were to give yourself an evaluation for your first uh, ninety plus days out, you know, I mean, I, I think you kind of evaluated yourself right now already, yeah. you know. But uh, you, you you're doing well. You're on the track. You would you would. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, before I got out, uh, you know, once they granted my parole. I, I had to wait 150 days, you know, for the parole board, 100 days for the 120 days for the parole board to go over it. And then it sat on the governor's desk for 30 days for him to either approve it, um, deny it or, or take no action. So during that time, I developed a plan for myself. Uh, it was a six month plan. And I've hit already hit every mark that I wanted to do. So in, in terms of, of, of checking those boxes, I, I, I've been successful. 
I've been successful in that area. Well, shoot, 115 days, and you've already completed your six-month plan. Um, yeah, you're beasting it, bro. Yeah. Congratulations on that right there. And so we wanted to talk about just your transition, your further transition experiences that you've had uh, being out 115 days. But you told me something that kind of caught your attention on the social media's platforms, right? Yeah. And and it was, uh, you wanted to speak on, on, on North Daniels. Yeah. You wanted to speak on that subject. And why did you want to speak on that? Well, I mean, it, I listened to Shooter's podcast and I listened to a couple more people that were here on Hoodstocks and they spoke on, you know, the relationship like with the North Daniels in prison and they gave them their props while they were on there. And I read a lot of the comments where people were saying like, uh, you know, you're promoting them or you're advocating them or like, you know, you, somehow you've turned your back on us. And I, that was, that was kind of disheartening because I know exactly like where Shooter and these guys are coming from. So, um, you know, we talked a little bit about that on the phone. So, yeah. What I did want to say was, I mean, first, you know, respect is not a feeling. You know, I, I hear a lot of people say, I felt disrespected. You can't feel disrespected. That, it, it's not an emotion. It's not a feeling. Um, you could feel angry. Uh, you could feel hurt, um, you know, vulnerable. Th those are feelings right there. But disrespect is not a feeling. Or, or respect. Um, so in, in, in giving my opinion on this, uh, you know, I'll qualify it by saying um, I didn't Google this topic. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't learn about it on YouTube or, or a song or a movies. I lived this. I was in the arena with them. Um, I've been with them in times of war. I've been with them in times of peace. Um, I've seen where uh, homies and Nortenos have played baseball games together, played basketball games together, you know, bought each other ice creams from the canteen. And on the flip side, you know, I've been on yards where they were getting helicoptered off the yard. They were taken out by the corner in body bags. So I, I know both sides of it. So when you're talking about respect, and this can extend beyond you know, Nortenos, this is anybody, respect for your employer, respect for the next man on the street, respect for, you know, a, a podcast or, or what people are doing. You may dislike somebody, you know, I, I cannot like somebody, but still respect them. You know, I, I know what Shooter's talking about. You have to have a healthy respect or you're going to get killed. You know, whether you, whether you like these people, whether you like the way they function and they act like... They, they, they will take you out. These are dangerous individuals, so you have to have a healthy respect. And when he's talking about a respect, that's what he's talking about. He wasn't talking about his personal feelings. He wasn't talking about, like, how he felt. He was saying, I had a healthy respect for them because he knows what they're capable of doing. Respect is just um, admiring someone's capabilities, you know, what they're able to do. He's seen firsthand. I've seen firsthand what they're able to do. So, um just for just I just wanted to put that out there for people that that said that like you know it, there's a big difference between like promoting and advocating and, and speaking the truth and giving some of those there's a lot of people in this world that I don't like but I got to respect what they do they're doing their thing and so thank you for clarifying that in regards to saying respect isn't a feeling it's knowing what they're capable of doing 
and it can be on a on a on a prison yard war zone setting. It can be if you're on a, the Lakers basketball team yeah. and you're the second string coming off the bench, and LeBron James is the big dog, right? And um, you know you, you're not really feeling him, but you still respect them, yeah, for what he has done and what he can do, mm-hmm. right? That's that's interesting, brother. That's another interesting, you know, uh, perspective in regards to the definition of what respect is. And it's, think about how so many times when somebody says, "I feel disrespected," what follows after that? Violence, aggression. I met so many people in prison that you know are were incarcerated for a homicide, and I said, "What happened?" He said, "I got, I felt disrespected." So next time you feel disrespected. Ask yourself, what are you really feeling? Like, be, at least be aware of the emotion if you're going to act on it. You know, mm. I think that's crucial because disrespect is not a feeling and it's not an emotion. That's interesting, bro. And I and I and I respect it. <laughs> yeah. I I mean. Yeah. I respect it. I res- the, how the way you painted that picture. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense, and I think that's a uh, uh, another. Uh, part of the spectrum of the word respect, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, because there's this, you know, everybody has, at the end of the day, you know, everybody has a different definition of what life is from you, right? Yeah. Like just, it's just, you know, when, when when you come on Hoodstocks and someone says F you, you know, people that don't know that we consider that love. I love you too, my G. Yeah. Thank you for calling, brother. Yeah. Good question or horrible question. Or don't ever call here again. Bob, Bob. You know what I mean? Whatever, right? We have too much fun right here. We easy right here. Yeah. Right? Um, but, yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it, bro. Um, so, and, I, and I'm glad you touched on that, too. Because I feel like it was very, uh, like you said, coming from where you've been. Yeah. You know, like, there's a lot of cats that just, like, they're off. You know, but then you got the dudes up north that, you know, go head to head with them and this and that. But, hey, we go head to head with cats out here if you're still, you know, gangbanging on the streets, you know. Um, and and you can have an enemy on the streets right here, but you can still, you know, look over the fence and have a certain level oh, yeah. of respect for what they're doing. But, they, but you know, which, which, yeah, the way you're feeling is a F you, but, you know, you got to. I mean, that's how you survive, bro, because if you just felt like. Yeah, you can get over yeah. anybody or you ain't respecting nothing or the capabilities, right? Yeah. I mean, you can easily lose your life walking around like that. Yeah. I mean, even th- even when I was out young on the streets and, and gangbanging, you know, you walk through an enemy neighborhood. If there's no respect, you're not worried about nothing. I was walking around on my tippy toes when I was around there. 100%. Yeah. Now, I hated them. I, I couldn't stand them. I didn't like them. Those were my personal feelings, but... There was a respect because I know what they could do. Yeah, you know. I mean, you 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 weren't strapped up for nothing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, dudes are got a, a strap in the waist for one reason. Yeah, you know, you trying to protect your life, and you know, you know these dudes might. Yeah, be coming with something, right? But anyways, if you're living like that, still don't live like that. Oh, gee, start a business, be an entrepreneur. You can still be a boss and a bad dude, you know. But we got to just, like, preserve a little bit of life around this camp because now as I get older, it's like, well, shoot, I'm not a kid no more, so now this is somebody else's kids, right? You know? You got to evolve. 
We gotta we, we to gotta evolve. evolve, but this isn't no victory outreach where I'm gonna be pre- trying <laughs> yeah. to Bible thump on you. Absolutely. No how, no way. Because at the end of the day, check it out. You know what I mean? I'm not saying put put your guard down. Hell no. When you on the streets, keep your guard up. I do it every single time. You know, I never know when someone's going to pop up and try to give me the, you know, whoop 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 you know, what am I going to do? I'm not going to beg for forgiveness or pull out the Bible and read the scripture. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm going in, I'm going in uh, survival mode, right? Yeah. We're going in survival mode, baby. Don't play with it. You know, shit, I still know what it is. I still look through my rear view mirrors. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter how old you get. If you ain't living in, in the, the backwood boogie in the middle of West, Wisconsin or something, I don't know. I'm just throwing something out there. You know, you always got it. But then out there, you got to worry about the, the bears. You know, so you're always looking over your back for something. It's just life, baby. You got to always yeah. look over your back. There's cats that aren't affiliated, and they got personal enemy, and they look over the back for them dudes. Yeah. That time I got drunk, I busted a 40 ounce on the side of their head. Can you turn that down, my sir? Bad, my bad. I didn't no, know. It's <laughs> messed with you, bro. I, I'm just going off on yeah. whatever the hell you're talking about. Yeah, you done yeah. messed me up, bro. They're, oh, like, yeah. they're like, shut the f*** <laughs> up, Luggy. Um, I respect that. So let's talk about uh, your transition okay. since since you were last here. Yeah. I mean, how was the podcast? You know, how was uh, what kind of reaction did you get from the podcast? I got to say, 100%, it, I, I've had nothing but positive feedback since I've been here. That podcast that, that, you know, you afforded me the opportunity to be on, like, it was a genuine blessing in my life. Like, I met amazing people, amazing friends. Yeah. Well, people know who you are now. It puts a, it puts a story behind your face. Yeah. It's just not a dude that got out from this. Yeah. Now, people understand you. And that that's the point of this podcast, brother. Yeah, and, and you achieved it. You achieved it. And you my, achieved yeah. it. And I appreciate you achieved it. it. I appreciate it. You got the you got the God has blessed you with the gift of painting pictures and and sharing a journey, a story. Like you have an unbelievable gift. You're up there with Shooter, 100. percent You know, like bo- both you boys, man. Every what I've thoroughly and and I enjoy all the interviews. But when somebody can just be so articulate, you know, and it blows these dudes' minds. They're like, "What do you mean? He just got out from doing 29 years. He's supposed to be dumb as you know what? You know, what I mean, he's yeah. supposed to be dumb as a rock. Is all he knows is how to, you know, maybe uh, you know, sharpen a shank or something. You yeah, know, what I mean, yeah. make a spread. You know, but you guys don't even know, man. There's some. I've met so many intelligent wow cats in these yards. Yeah, like blow your mind. And what crazy is a lot of these cats, they didn't know they were this intelligent until they got into a cell. And they had all them walls, and there was books stacked up, and and they didn't they didn't tap into their gift, yeah. Until unfortunately, for some, it's too late. Mm. But it's never too late because you can you can be in the system and you can be uh, help in different ways, right? Yeah, you can yeah. still utilize your strengths. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just not rewarded with the with the with the greater thing than money. What's the what's great the what's greater than money? Respect. Thank you, dog. Who said that? Mm-hmm. Frankie, pussy, <laughs> pussy. That's greater than money. Yeah, there's none of that in there. Well, think about it, bro. Let me let me let me tell you this, dog. We <laughs> all need money to survive. But if 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 you if someone was offering you a shitty job and they said, bro, I can't pay you enough of this much money, but I can give you this right here, and every end of the week I'm gonna give you. You can get one of these baddies right here, and 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 a lot of dudes are gonna take that job. Go, oh, yeah. They're gonna take that job. Yeah. You'd be like, what? Yeah, don't do that. Here you go, baby. You're good, doggy. Um, so you've had amazing feedback. Yeah, and that was, you know, that 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 was my agenda in doing that is um, I wanted to change, like help change the perception. 
you know, um, that that these are rehabilitated people coming out, intelligent people, like we've worked on ourselves and, and we're out here trying to earn our place in society. And um, these people that I've met, you know, uh, you know, we conversate on, um, on Instagram and they follow my story and it just, you know, I get little in the morning, good work, keep up the good work. And, and man, that stuff motivates me. That stuff motivates me so much. And these are cats that have followed your story and now that are in touch with you, like on a social media platform. As a direct result of, 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 the, of the being podcast. on Hood. Yeah, on Hood Stocks. Stocks. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, bro, yeah. we have achieved our goal. And, and you know what? I don't want to sound arrogant about this, but after 189 episodes, uh, that's why I initially wanted to start as putting a face on that dude that might be catching the bus, right? Put a story behind it besides yeah. just the face, maybe tattoos, you know, you know, maybe he's, you know, he's doing bad in whatever condition he's in, right? You know what I mean? We got to put a story behind this because it's kind of like there's been like a curtain that's been put over a lot of cats. And not necessarily put over, but there hasn't really been too many like uh, solid platforms uh, that... Uh, can, you can respectfully share a story without, you know, incriminating yourself and, yeah. you know, you know, talking a mess on other entities and whatnot. You know, I mean, I really try to like, man, it's so hard, bro. Sometimes just to keep it, just like, you know, get you in a you in a, 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 a an ocean that's just, you know, it's a rocky ocean. A lot of and you're just still trying to just keep that boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, pointing in the right direction, and uh, you know, it's trial and error. I don't always get it right, but. The objective um, is to exactly uh, produce what happened with you in regards to being on this podcast. I mean, I don't, you get any messages, I get messages about you, bro. That's man. You know what I mean? So check it out, bro. You getting messages, bro, I probably get almost as many messages you get, bro. You know what I mean? Because I'm just directly linked in with this right here, and they're always commenting about you, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever I put it on, you know? I'm so, that that's that's fuel to me right there, and, and I'm so grateful for it. And another reason, too, that I think is important for these guys that are coming out of prison, these lifers and these guys who were once labeled like myself, the worst of the worst and things like that is because we're in the midst of a prison reform movement right now. You know, in the civil rights era, it wouldn't have happened without, you know, African-Americans standing up in the suffrage movement. It wouldn't happen without women standing up. We're in a prison reform era right now. So, you know, former lifers, people need to stand up and, and speak our truth and show what it looks like. And also, like, I try to speak with intention. Like, I, I want to let it be known. Like, I hear a lot of guys coming out here, you know, uh, Billy Badass, they're, you know, they're the most gangster dudes in the world. Like, the truth is, is, you know, I, I wanted to speak on vulnerabilities and fears and things like that, that, that we have, that they have, that I know they have. Yeah. And I, and I know they have, too, because I used to have some of them vulnerabilities, and I think we all have being raised up in the game. Like, you you have these levels sometimes when you might be trying to overflex, um, and you slip up and you catch yourself. I mean, and some people go through the process a lot quicker than others. Some people are just, you know, got a good head on the shoulders. They might skip a lot of that process. Yeah. Right? There's just yeah. in, individual cases you know, and but I, I don't like it, bro, when I have cats on here that are just talking like real reckless and, and a mess. And what it does to me is it makes me quiet, bro. It makes me qui I see that, yeah. it makes me quiet sometimes or sometimes I'll give them a little bit of pushback because I got to like I, I just can't let them just 
run that mess right here without me saying something because, bro, <laughs> I'm responsible for that, bro. It's, mm -hmm. it's the hoodstocks, bro. So ultimately, dog, like, damn, look, you let that dude ba 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 run, and sometimes I just like they they uh, out of control a little bit, yeah. And I try to just ease this stuff up or revert the conversation or play the play the you know the the mediator or something, right? You know, um, it's it's a it's not your average podcast, but then again, I I, I kind of like I've been there and done a lot of that, so I know how to deal with that, right? You yeah. know, so I mean, yeah, yeah you, bro, you want yeah quality content that's important. You know, bro, I mean, what is quality, bro? You know what I mean? Like, we all have, like, what is what is respect, right? Like, yeah, yeah. What, what is quality? You know what I mean? Because check it out. There's dudes like uh, the soft white underbelly. Like, he's got all the people from Skid Row and his studios on Skid Row. And there, there's a, they, he does millions of views on that, right? Mm. Of introducing, do, uh, in, interviewing these individuals. and But there's probably some people that look at it and they're like, I'm not going to sit for two hours and listen to this homeless hooker yeah. talk about what she's been through. That's not yeah. quality content. But then there's some people, bro, yeah. that are just like, this is some good stuff right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the numbers say there's a lot of people that are interested in that, mm. you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what? That's, so that's why I asked you the question. I mean, what is quality, bro? Like, yeah. Yeah. Who, who am I to say what quality is, dog? You know, yeah. I, 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 I still eat with my hands at a restaurant, bro. You know, I mean? yeah. you know I'm, yeah. I'm still, they trying to still house train me. My girls, you know what I mean? Man, dog. Yeah. Uh, um, but brother, it, it, I am so happy to see you, bro. And it's it's so good to have you back. Um, and I, you, I just like so. What 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 have we what have we had to gone had, what have we gone through during this time, brother? And I'm glad that you've got good uh, uh, feedback from the podcast. And I I I, I would have put all my money on it that you would, you know, because the way you uh, carried yourself, the way like I said, you put your words together and painted the picture for all of us to have an understanding, right? And um, but how has it been? How has it been, bro? It's been a roller coaster, man. Uh I'm I'm stuck. Uh, like I remember one day I was thinking like I'm stuck in between, like a, like a weird place right now. Like it's the greatest moment of my life. Like I'm free. I've 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 really never been free in my life. But then there's moments where like uh, I'm dealing with some some really really difficult times. So stuck in between those those two different dynamics right there. Like you you find yourself in a difficult spot sometimes. Um, lucky for me, I have an amazing support network, people I can call, experiences I can have. You know, I, I'm at this house with these lifers, so a lot of us are going through the same things. But in a, in a word, in two words, a roller coaster. That's, that's what I would describe these last few days. But at the end of the day, I'm an not, emotional roller coaster. An emotional roller coaster. Okay. You know, um, a lot of highs and lows, like you're saying. A lot saying. of highs and a lot of lows, valleys and peaks. And But at the end of the day, I'm beyond grateful. I'm so thankful that I'm out here. Like, I'm having the time of my life. The worst, the best day in prison is not as good as the worst day out here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, freedom, right? Yeah, yeah. Value of freedom. Um. Yeah, bro. I mean, I'm just kind of, th I'm thinking about, uh, you know, what you're saying with the, the highs and, and the lows. Like, with the lows, I mean, do they offer you guys, like, therapy or anything like that? Are you taking any type of classes? 
of like therapy to help you maybe deal with certain uh, feelings that you've never experienced in your life? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of programs, a lot of people that come through the house. You know, m my primary source where, where, where I get my soul nourished and, and fed is in the Narcotics Anonymous program, working my steps. Um, that's where I go. But um, I think the what I've learned the most is is humility. So, you know, I, I believe a man is made up of three parts, spiritual, physical, and mental. So, and, and all these parts are playing a role right now in my transition. So, you know, we'll talk about like the physical part. So my work is probably about where I work from the house to where I work. I work at LA Canines in, in, in Culver City. It's about an hour and a half away from the house. How are you commuting? I wake up every morning and I walk to the Pico station. Um, you know, I pass, um, what is it, the Crypto Arena? I, I still like to call it the Staples Center, man. I don't like that Crypto Arena. I don't either, bro. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The house Kobe built, I pass, I, I pass by there. So I walk about two miles every morning. And it's not, it's, it's not a walk through the park, you know? Like, just this morning, I walked through a murder scene. I'm walking through tents. Like, you know, I'm passing people on the corner smoking crazy. This is downtown LA, so it's an early morning walk. It's still dark. And the other day I walked in the pouring rain. So this is, this is uh, really humbling for me. I get on the train. I get on the blue line. And, and I ride it all the way to Culver City. And the train is a whole nother experience in and of itself. You know, anybody who's rode the train before, I, I don't need to say anymore. Dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah, a lot of characters. You know? So I get off. Um, and, and I got to get up at 4 in the morning to make it to work at 7. You know, I go to work, and as soon as I go to work, like, my, I have the best job. It's my dream job, you know. I, you know, I, I work with dogs. You know, I come to work, and, and, and I got 36 dogs just standing up there, tails wagging, just waiting for me to come in. What are we doing today? <laughs> you know, and there's no better feeling. You know, there's no better feeling. I got a, amazing coworkers. Shout out to Prismatic. Prisma, that's my manager right there. You know, amazing coworker who's taught me a lot of stuff. Um, so I work there. I, you know, I, I generally get off about three o'clock, back to the train station, ride that train back. And um, lately, I've been jogging back to the house. It, it's it's a two mile walk, but I've been jogging back to the house just to you know get my get my cardio, pick up some conditioning. But that's an experience every day, every day, and and that's coming from someone who. My job every single day of my life was to get up, work out, bird bath, make a spread, and my day's done, you know? So this is, this is taxing on my body. Like, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to sound like, you know, like I'm complaining because there's people been doing this for a lot of years, but like physically, I'm not built for these long commutes and these long days. Like I wake up with my ass whooped. It's difficult, you know? But at the end of the day, I love it. Like, I love it. I, I, I'm grateful. Spent 29 years in a cage. Yeah. yeah. I can, I can imagine that being, being taxing, you know? I mean, is it, is it, is it more, is it more mental than physical? Um, definitely, uh, definitely mental as well, because, you know, I have a lot of friends that, or, you know, when, when I'm going to work and I'm walking down the street with my backpack on, I'm seeing people driving their cars and I'm thinking, 
you're 45 years old. That's that that's a that's a tough chip to swallow right there. 100%. Like you're 45 years old. I look up in apartments. I think, damn, there's people living in there. It's hard to explain for somebody who hasn't. This is gonna sound foreign to anybody who hasn't like spent the amount of time I have in a cage. You know, it it, it it's just it, it's weird. You know, seeing these cars. But I tell myself, you're gonna get there every day. You're leveling up. So I know I'm gonna get there. But but it's difficult. It's difficult. Um, having to having to take that walk and that commute and, and have to deal and face the things I have to on a daily basis, and, you know, at my age. Um, so, yeah, a, a lot of it is mental. Uh, you know, my self-talk, I have to continue to remind myself. I have to continue to uh, embrace gratitude. So, yeah, the mental aspect is definitely there. Even going out with people, like, not being able to pick up the check. You know, um, I was just telling my girlfriend, Alicia, the other day, like, she's an amazing woman who just treats me so good. And I'm telling her, like, I, th there's a little insecurities there. Like, you know, you're, you're doing for me. You're treating me so well. Like, and I can't, I'm not there yet. Like, I can't go take her to a nice restaurant. And that's difficult. That's hard for, like, like a man, like, for his ego you know, you want to do for this person who you love so much and who just puts you on top of the world. My mom and my sister, like, I can go to them for anything. They do everything for me. Like, I want to take them out. Like, I, I want to show them my appreciation. They know, but I want to do something for them. I'm just, I'm just not there yet. But that's yeah. difficult. That's hard because, you know, I want to express my appreciation. You know what's crazy, bro? Is there some, there's cats that get out. And they don't mind riding that gravy train, right? Like yeah, saying, yeah. saying if they're with a, a female and she's on welfare, and and so it's like we're looking forward to the first of the month, like you like yeah, you know. Yeah. So so you're obviously we can we know by your uh, previous podcast here that you're built different, yeah. right? And you have high expectations for yourself wherever you're at. If you're in the if your face is in the mud. You're going to look good with your face in the mud as best as you can, right? Like, yeah. we understand where you, what you've been through and how, how you've carried yourself, you know? And so coming out here, I mean, it's, it's this, everything applies still. But in the free world, if you don't have someone that's just like, if you ain't coming home to uh, 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 yeah, uh, P. Diddy as your uncle or something like yeah, that, where he's yeah. just going to bop up, you know what I mean? You didn't, like, bro, like, yeah, you know? Um, it's going to be very humbling. And, and, and the, my journey, even on these eight, nine years that I've been out, my journey has been very humbling because I'm built different too, bro. Yeah. And so when I get out and, and I've been at the bus stop and I see these little young ass fools with some fly ass whips and I'm like, man, yeah. fuck you, homie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, like, you like, you just like, she little nerdy ass fool. I yeah. still get more bitches than you, homie, at the <laughs> bus stop, homie. I mean, you're going to get flat tire right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking a little bit of shit, but, um. I get it. I've had those. Uh, I've had those emotions. We'll call them emotions because you uh, put your definition of what feelings are. And I embrace them because yeah. they they fuel me. Like I'm, I'm, I I hit the ground out here hungry. I'm starving. I, like I'm chasing things. I'm planning. I'm uh, you know I'm moving. I'm trying to level up. So you know I, I I embrace these things, and it's my process. It's where I'm at in life. You know what, bro? You might be 45 years old. 
but all the wars, all the fights that you experience in those 30 years behind bars is not going to be compared to what life is throwing at you right now. No way. I mean, the the worst things that could have ever happened to me in my life, the things I was most afraid of, they've already happened. It's already happened. So anything that, that I'm faced with at this point, I know I can overcome. Absolutely. And I know you will, too. I know you will. Why? Like we said, you built different. Um, and and you're, I mean, you're, you're, uh, you will survive in any environment they put you in. And now we're in the freedom world and you're going to survive. And I don't know you're going to survive. You're going to thrive. Right. You know what I mean, and you're going to, you're going to raise up, but it takes time, brother. It takes, a, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of humble moments when you're just like, ah, like you've already felt within already these 115 days. Right. You're going to, but that's all a part of the process. And this is going to build you a character, a life character out yeah, here, a yeah. different, a different, a different callus that you have all over your, your, everything else that you've been through. It's going to build a different type of callus on you. And, and, and it's all for the process. It's all about, it's all, it's for, the, it's what the process is, it's the course, right? That you have to take opposed to what if some dude, you got out and someone just threw everything at you, you know, I mean, that would be beautiful, and all of us probably would take that, opposed to taking the hard route after doing so much time. Yeah. But then again, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe there's a percentage of those cats that just end up right back in, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, so I think it, it it's just giving you, life is giving you uh, lessons and making sure that you value every single step. Yeah, these little hard-won victories, um, yeah, they're the things that keep me going. And you know what I noticed, too? A lot of the things that... that we come from prison with they're like they're transferable skills that that you can use on the streets out here so a lot of like the prison mindset a lot of the stuff it's valuable out here it's it's helped me out here yeah i mean i i, I always say it i just said i just switched my energy up yeah but i still apply a lot of stuff that i was taught on the streets in, in old relationships with females prison time like court hearings you know what i mean like yeah. You can get all of those, all of that electricity, and you can actually redirect it into a positive, uh, 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 forward motion, right? You know, I just, yeah, absolutely, bro. And it, it applies. You're absolutely correct, you know? And and it's going to, I think it's going to take you far. I mean, how is it right now with uh, working at LA Canines? I mean... Is, is I mean, are you, are you getting a wage, an hourly wage? Yeah. I mean, is this a part of your parole? Um. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm collecting a paycheck, and this is my first legal job I've ever had in my life, and it's my dream job. You know, I did the dog program, I did positive change, uh, you know, while I was still incarcerated, and I just discovered like my absolute love for dogs, spending time with them, um, you know, studying them, um, learning about their psychology, training them, walking them, so. You know, while I was still in there, um, you know, my friend Didante, who I trained dogs with while incarcerated, he got out a year prior to me and he got a job there. And, you know, he introduced me to his boss and, you know, his boss is, you know, her name's Colleen. She's, you just need to say Colleen in that industry and people know who she is. Right. And amazing person, her and her husband have given me and, and other guys like me opportunities to work there. You know, there's another lifer right there my buddy David, and it, it's our dream job. I, you know, I, I get to watch her. I get to um, see how, how she, you know, she interacts with the dog because she, she's the best. Um, 
Prisma is another one of the managers right there. Didante, like see how they work with the dogs. So, and you know, I could have got another job, like a union job where you're making $65 an hour or something like that. But like my friend pointed out to me, not every opportunity has a price tag attached to it. So the experiences and what I'm gaining right here at this place in the long run is going to benefit me like to no end. You know what you did right now, right? What I do? You just got yourself a raise, sir. Because <laughs> they're watching right now. They're watching right now. They said, clip that, put it on our website. That's the man we need up here, no longer over here. Yeah. Right? Let's put him on another, give him another uh, position in this. But yeah, I, I, bro. I absolutely you, love it there, though. That, it, and that's it, it, that's it, amazing, it, bro. And like you said, bro, check it out. What I do, bro, is I do construction. I'm, the, I'm a union electrician, brother. And you know what, bro? I do not enjoy it one bit. Mm. Why? Because it's, my heart ain't with it. Okay. But what does it do for the family? Oh, my kids got Kaiser insurance, bro. Like, 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 bro, we, we, we good. We good. I don't need no money from no podcast. I mean, you know, we good, bro. Yeah. We super good, bro. Right um, but, but you know what? At the end of the day, if you're spending more time at work than home, right? Mm-hmm. On a yearly, weekly, monthly basis, bro. And you're not enjoying that time, bro. Then, man, that that's that's a tough life. That 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 is a tough yeah. life, still, bro. Because you're spending more time than you're spending with your family at something that you're not in love with. Your heart's not with, you know. And so that's then then the, that's why I got this podcast to hopefully one day get to a point where I can just hang up that ba ba bop on the on the wall accomplishment, and we move forward on something that I love doing, which is this right here, and having amazing human beings like yourself sitting across from me and, and just catching these vibrations right here. You know, so, but let, let, let me, back to you, bro. Check it out. So you have options. Why do you have options, bro? Because you're Brian Lonely James. And Brian Lonely James is built different, right? So, bro, you can do a bunch of things outside of what you love. This is your day job, but we what sometimes we do is we do a little day job to fund the dream, our, our endeavors, personal endeavors, taquero, whatever the hell you do. You know what I mean? Stripper, you know what I mean? Whatever, you know, uh, you, you, bro, you can start a podcast. You can write a book, bro. You can you can get into motivational speaking, bro, and 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 go around the world, bro. You know what I mean? Around your job hours, whatever the hell, and and get paid big for that, bro. But I think you should write a book. I think you should do everything I said you uh, right now. I think you should uh, uh, you should get uh, as a, a cons, uh, consultation like so they do movies, bro, and they bring in dudes that have been where the, yeah. the, the, the movie is being portrayed, bro. And they have dudes coming in to consult the actors, bro. You can make a lot of money doing that, brother. You know, what I mean, if you were a little more handsome, I'd say you can be an actor, dog, but you're not. You know, what I mean, wow. <laughs> <No>. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, doggy. You know, we have a good time here, baby. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. But I'm just saying, like, you can do a lot of stuff outside of this bro but for sure you need to like so me i i, I don't want to be a, a minister of victory outreach i don't want to be a drug hab freaking dude you yeah. know what i mean because you know once a drug addict always a drug addict you know no more hard drugs but uh hey you little green and whoopty whoop, whoop and that magical mushroom let's go baby you know what i mean um so i can't be preaching these dudes if i'm shrooming talking yeah. to them you know what i mean yeah. um but but it, but that just helps my personal you know my 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 my, my chemistry it helps me with that um but so i did the podcast right but so you can it's incorporating what we, what we've been through what you've been through even more 30 years in there right yeah you know um and, and and finding a way that you can capitalize on what you've been through, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And so, have you have you thought about that as well? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm at this stage in life where like I'm open to to 
whatever. You know? But you got to make up your mind of what you think yeah, you want to yeah, do, yeah. and then we can we can you know we can make some phone calls. We can open up some doors and opportunities for people that know you and got love for you, yeah. like myself, bro, and they would like to help you if I can, right? We we but we got to know, hey, bro, all right, oh, you want to go that direction? All right, cool. Oh, you want to write a book? Bam, let's let's get a, a publisher. Or, or you want to start a podcast? All right, let's figure it out. You want to like, bro, like yeah. there's people you got to put it in the universe, brother, and it will happen, baby. Absolutely, it will happen because you got a network, bro. Yeah, you got a crazy network. Your last podcast did damn near a hundred thousand views on it. That's probably one of the the second top uh, podcasts this year, bro. You know, I mean, I put clips up and they've gone viral. People know your face, bro. And they know they, they, you know what I mean? Like, so we 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 gotta just put the name out there, you know. And and I think opportunities will rise. Yeah, absolutely. They'll they'll rise, but at the same time, too, think about yeah what you want to do. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. What direction? Can you sing? In the shower. Yeah. <laughs> we all can sing in the shower. Yeah, okay, yeah. As long as you ain't trying to be that opera singer in the shower. Like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> what fool must have a finger in his ass? Yeah, yeah. Ah! <laughs> God damn it! Um, and so, so I, I get it. And you gotta, you gotta, you know. Uh, do you have money for a car, bro? Like, has I mean, do you you have family and stuff? They say, hey, well, you you're gonna get that old station wagon in the driveway. I mean, can you drive right now? What what is stopping you from driving? Okay, so um, I, I'm taking the steps. So I got. It took me a while to get my um. My California ID, because I had been gone so long, my birth certificate damn near didn't exist. I had to petition Sacramento and go through the whole process. So it was a mission just getting my ID. They so, threw your shit away, bro. Yeah. No, they did. They said they like, threw his shit away. It went from he ain't ever getting out. Yeah, it went from paper to 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 computer. So in that process right there, they, this this dude hasn't been around for years. You know what happened is some dude all in the file cabinets all of a sudden popped up with some glasses. <laughs> he said, "I got a floppy disk." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he pulled out the floppy disk, dog. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, we, we, he is he is yeah. who he says he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got that, and then um, I ended up, uh, I, you know, I got my job. Um, I got my first debit card and it was it was funny i got my debit card and, and i i posted on instagram on my stories first debit card with I, a number i get like fucking 50 messages do your numbers on there so i had to delete it and like redo it like these are the mistakes of like a newborn baby out here but um so yeah i'm working i'm saving money uh, my mom and sister uh got a car that you know they said that i can use but i'm i'm, I'm looking for a car right now like i'm ready to make that down payment um, I'm studied up for the test. I'm ready to go. I'll probably take the test next week. I just have to do the written exam. It's just a matter of sitting down at the computer and doing it and finishing it. It's done. Like I, I already know all my answers and all that. Okay, you studied. So um, the goal is to be driving by the first week of December. Okay. Yeah, that's a good goal. That's and like I said, riding those trains every day, is there's no greater motivation you know one thing about what people don't know about these and it's probably across it's probably all over the world right when it comes to like subway trains or trains you know uh people commute on besides the bus right and even the bus you know what i mean what do homeless people do homeless people sit on that thing you know and they go back and they go forth yeah. back and they go forth why because they don't have nowhere to go so i worked in downtown la in, in the uh for, for metro actually subcontractor for metro powering up the, uh, a new uh, system that got out there. The project was called the Regional Connector. Um, and we built all the uh, switch gear, everything that powers up, the AC, DC, fucking, uh, bro, 
everything that powers up the train tracks. And uh, so while we're working in some of the uh, platforms at night, bro, um, they close it and they got to get a lot of people out, bro. And I've seen a lot of crazy stuff. And there's times, bro, where we haven't even we weren't able to get access in there because there were people getting killed down there, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a crazy random homeless dude just ran up to a normal person and just started stabbing them yeah. up, bro. Like it's these these man, the mental illness down there is crazy. Yeah. And that's dangerous for you, bro, yeah. to be, be yeah. to be like having to commute like that. Because if you got to go through skid row, bro, then you got to catch all that, bro. Man, every day, is, that's like going through a battlefield, bro, and just to yeah. get to work, to your serenity, <laughs> no, right? It, yeah, I walked through a murder scene today, you know, this morning at 4.30 in the morning. It's nuts. And it's a different kind of like um, like an energy. It, it, and I laugh to myself sometimes. I think like, like I'm low-key a little spooked on this train right now. I'm more comfortable surrounded by a bunch of convicted murderers. And, you know, and people that'll 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 take your life at the drop of a hat. You know, I'm comfortable there, but I'm sitting on this train right here, and you just it, it's the unexpected. You just don't know what's gonna happen from one moment to the next. Yeah, humbling, motivating, it's fueling me. Well, yeah, that's that that usually ignites a fire, and if that doesn't yeah. ignite a fire underneath your tush. Yeah. <laughs> then man, bro, yeah, yeah I mean, future yeah. is not going to be looking very bright. Yeah. So I, I would say it's it's good that you're going through these things. Yeah, dude. you know, as as just a, a, a looking at a level headed perspective, it's good that you're going through that. It's molding me. Yeah, and it's like we've talked about. It's molding you into the person, the man, the new man. You know, as you grow into that 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 man, right? Because you know, uh, five years from now, bro, it's probably not going to be the same dude that's sitting next to me right now. You know, but you probably got the you know the same morals and this and that. But you're gonna be, you know, a lot of things are gonna change. You know, yeah, yeah. you know we're forever evolving. You said it yourself. You yeah, know, yeah. we're forever evolving. They say like every five years you like fundamentally change as a person. I forgot where I heard that. I heard that years ago, and I kind of looked at it, and it's, there seems to be some truth to it. Yeah, one thousand percent. You know, and if it and if it's and if it's there's no you don't find no truth within within yourself. Then you got to really sit down and and, and reevaluate yourself. Yeah. You know, if you don't see those changes being made, you know, and you're still stuck in your childish ways of living, you know, then you're just not going to live a very good life. You know. Yeah. And so we have to we have to feel that, and we have to follow those urges to evolve as a a, a good citizen in this world, a good person. You know. I mean, I, I I could put my money on it. Like, say, if there was a, a, a some type of fire or something like that, and you got two dudes walking. Let's paint a picture. You got two dudes. You got Brian James Lonely on his way to freaking work, and then you got the dude dude with the suit and the tie waiting for his Uber. Now, I'm not trying to shit on the dude with the suit and the tie, but I'm saying if there's a burning home, I I could put my money on it that you probably be the first dude that runs in there to save a kid or get some, or get a grandma out every yeah. time. Yeah. 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 You know, so. Yeah, dog. Um, what other experiences have you uh, dealt with during these uh, 115 days out? Man. It, also as well, um, I, I, I've, you know, a while back I had um, a friend that, you know, I knew we were close in childhood and he commented on, on, on a post that I had 
man, glad to see you're doing good. Too bad you can't uh, stop by and see old friends. Yeah. <laughs> and for one, I don't have transportation to get to you. And, you know, my comment to him was, yeah, that was the question I had for, for damn near 30 years. You know? The other one, dog. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, I mean, it's dealing with that. Like, it, you know, the big thing is time management as well. Um, you know, there's there's not enough hours in the day, you know, to, to, to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm constantly losing stuff. You know, the house I'm in is just like a... a Sometimes we laugh and say it's just a, it's a bigger cell with more rooms. So like, you know, we're used to a small little area where you keep all your stuff. So, you know, I'm leaving stuff everywhere. And the funniest thing that, that I've been tripping on in the house, every room I go into, every, every bathroom, there's like 19 bathrooms in there. The water's always running. And it didn't hit me till the other day, you know, in prison, you, you press the button and it turns off on its own. So these, <laughs> they're done with the water and they walk out just... So accustomed and conditioned to the water turning off on their own. Every bathroom, without fail, every time I walk in, the water's running. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. That is freaking hilarious, bro. You know? Because yeah, in a in a like like Brian said, in a cell, you just press the button and it squirts out for about five seconds. Five seconds. Sometimes you get yeah, noise the shit out of you. You gotta press it a bunch of times, and hopefully it squirts out a little longer. <laughs> yeah, all these dudes are leaving the freaking water in. I mean, you, how many bathrooms you said? There's like 19 bathrooms. There. 19, man. It's what? huge. It was like it was a, uh, um, it was built for like nuns that got pregnant. Damn. Yeah. So there's a the ghost of fallen nuns haunting our hallways. It's huge, built all out of wood. Yeah. I mean, is it is it comfortable? Um, as comfortable as. You can imagine living with fifty dudes. You know, I, I mean, what what is it? Is it, is it? I'm on a bunk bed. I sleep on a bunk bed. Okay, so is it um is it indiv individual rooms that guys are sharing? Yeah, there's six guys per room. It, it's a pretty big room, and the thing is, it, most people in the house are going to work. You know, they're going to school, they're going to college. Peps killing it, going to East LA College. Um, so a lot of times people aren't there. We're we're just seeing each other and passing. So it's not like it's crowded. You're not picturing 50 dudes. It's not a day room. Yeah. But like I said, I, I it's humbling. I sleep on a bunk. I sleep on a bunk bed. I'm on the top bunk. You know what I mean? Climbing up those stairs like it's... You're over it. Over it. You're over, over it. it you yeah, know? you're over, over it. it. Yeah. You've, uh, I mean, at first, it, that, that probably when you first got out, that bunk bed felt like a water bed. And, yeah. and, and, well, it's never gonna feel like a waterbed, but I'm just saying. Uh, and even um, you know, you know, I, I've been to other places with the big beds. I fulfilled like a literally a dream of mine. I always wanted to lay on a bed, stretch all my limbs out as wide as I can, and still have everything touching the bed. Yeah. I used to for years. I sat there and I wanted to do that. And it's and coming, it. baby. It's coming. I did it. Oh, you did it. Yeah. Was this Motel 6 or something? It was at the Marriott last week. Yeah, yeah. It was at the Marriott, huh? At the huh? Marriott, yeah, last Damn, week. Damn, bro. Every, every did they have a Did they have the porn station right there? I, I didn't get past Netflix. They, get, they probably did have it, but, I, I you know, I got stuck on Netflix. Okay, okay. And obviously you weren't there by yourself. No. Yes. Yeah. It's a good thing, bro. Yeah, it was amazing. You know? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh... You know, I mean, so you, you went, how old were you when you went in? 16, 17? Yeah, I was 16. 16 years old. Mm -hmm. So you went in when you were 16 years old, bro. 
So, I mean, obviously you were, you know, having sex before you went in, right? Yeah. Yeah. But now here you are, an, a, a, a grown man, and, uh, you know, you're attempting uh, to make love to a female or do whatever and shit. I mean, I think the American Me movie, you ever guys see that American Me movie <laughs> yeah. when he first got out? Oh, my God. And he got and he got old girl. And he <laughs> they were playing, like, the Rockets in the background. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he got he old flipped, girl. Yeah, he flipped her on. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. You ain't doing no shit like that, right, bro? Absolutely not. All right, that's yeah, good, though. Yeah. Just had to clear that up real quick, yeah. bro. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I appreciate it. Get on your... Yeah, yeah. Strong armor. Yeah, what the hell? Give me this shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Anything like like I'm I'm never gonna eat a soup again, you know. I'm I'm never gonna eat a top ramen again. There there's certain things that I just like I refuse to do. You know, I I, I refuse to do these things. Like I, I'm just done with everything related to prison, like in any kind of way. And that's one of the things that I like. I was having a conversation with with some of the guys in the house. A common phrase thrown around is, and I'm guilty of it too, but I, you know, I think it's um, it's self-defeating talk. No matter what happens, people will say, at least I'm not in prison. At least I'm not in prison. I, I don't like that. Because no matter what happens to you, you can, you can take all kind of L's or just be failing completely in life, and, and that applies. At least I'm not in prison. So, you know, I was sharing with some of the guys, too. Like, I, I think that's self-defeating talk right there. You know, we're out here now. Prison is in the rearview mirror. Yeah. You know, it's in the rearview mirror. Yeah, it's part of our story. It's part of our journey and our testimony and all that. But we're, we're pushing forward right now. You know, um, I like the house. I like spending time right there. But I like to be in the free world. I like to surround myself with, um, you know, people that have been out here that are successful, that are doing their thing. I'm moving forward. I, I, I'm trying to get as far away from that as possible. You know what? And so let me say what you said, what you said for that. Let me say this. So I feel the same way since, you know, I've touched down like, you know, far away. You know, I mean, I'm not in the streets no more. I'm not doing none of that dumb stuff. I mean, I live a, a really, really just like tax paying good dude type of life father, you know, not in the clubs. Uh, once in a while, I like to hit a dive bar. But, uh, bro, my, my my life outside of the podcast is just, like, square, you know? 100% square, dog. You know what I mean? And um, and that's and that's good for me, right? That's where I want to go. But sometimes people think the way I conduct this podcast, bro. That you're wild outside of it. That, that yeah, that I'm that I'm, I'm I'm pushing a different narrative. I'm still uh, 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 doing, you know, playing, pulling certain cards or this that. No, you know, I'm just trying to uh, survive in this new uh, uh, this these new waters, right? And I, so I revert to what I know how to survive on the streets, yeah. and I apply it to having this podcast because we have street dudes on here, right? You know, and there's accountability when you having a platform like this that, you know, you may not be all up in the game like that, but you, I, I, I still have, I, I have a responsibility to conduct myself, you know, yeah. properly, you know, and it's, it's a, and then it's a really just like, it's a, it's a tightrope almost sometimes. Yeah, and that's the thing too is like that that I'm that I'm conscious of, and I'm sure you are as well. Like, when situations happen out here, like, um, you know. My only reference point was when I was free before, the way the way I was handling things out there. That's the only way I I know how to to do things. But that's that, 
that's going to end me up right back in prison. That's not going to work for me. So you have to be aware of that. And you, you know, you can't, you say, you know, talking about that, that, that fine line, like you can't straddle the fence. Like you can't play both sides. You're going to cheat yourself and you're going to cheat, you know, both of those sides. I'm going to cheat everybody around me, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm going to put people in danger, bro. Yeah. When you, when I start straddling fences and doing stuff like that. So let me just, let me do what's, what's been, this worked for me for 45 years, right? I, I should have, pick something up by now. I got some type of game, right? Yeah. I mean, I should be able to I should be able to navigate this short bus, right? You know? Yeah. Um and 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 I can and and I have and I will continue navigating it to, to what I know, you know? And but some people uh get that mixed up and they think this that and all this other stuff, you know? Yeah. And and you know what? That's not even close. You far off, you know? Far off, you know? Um but uh that's life and that's life of being programmed or being growing up and this is what you learned and this is how you know to do it. I mean, you can take some and apply here. A lot of that stuff you got to get rid of. Like yeah, you said, it's not going to be good for you. You got to rewire your, yeah. your everything. Bro, I say that all the time, brother. I said, bro, I had to rewire my system. Everything, bro. Oh, yeah. My chemistry was so jacked up, bro. You know, I didn't do 30 years, bro. You know what I mean? I got 13 in the pen and all the time on the streets, bro. And on the time on the streets, dog, we're a whole lot harder than in the penitentiary, bro. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Way harder than the penitentiary, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was in the midst of all of it, dog. Um, and so, yeah, bro, there's where, yeah, I feel it. But, yeah, you got to, you got to, like, yeah. And I always tell the guys, too, when we go out somewhere, bro. I said, check it out. If there's any, like, if we're in downtown L.A., Skid Row, and we're, you know, hollering at some of the homeless people, this and that, doing whatever we've done, we done time to time, and sometimes I do it by myself, whatever. Um, you know, the main thing to do is always defuse the situation. Yeah. As a man, right? As a man, it's not being scared. And there's some situations you cannot defuse. You can't defuse it. So, you know, you, you do what you got to do to survive it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, but, but, but I always, my initial thing is to defuse all situations. Why? Because I, I know the beginning and I know the ending. You've seen that movie. You know how hundred times, yeah, bro. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. When situations occur, my first thought is play this out. Play this out. Play the tape out. You, I, I. At this stage in my life, if I don't know how every situation ends, like I, I was, I've been having my eyes closed the whole time. I know how everything plays out by this point, especially in the streets. But there's, I, I bet there's one part where you really don't know it very well, and that might be the female department. You kind of, you're, you, I mean, you and you a new yeah. stud in the game, you know. I'm yeah. not saying you in the game, you out there, you know. Yeah. You know, getting passed around from stable to stable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm just saying, like. That's got to be tricky. I mean, love. Yeah, I mean, what yeah. we we have our definition of what love is, right? Yeah. But I mean, when you when you're with a female for your first time out here, it must feel amazing, but it's also might feel a confusing a little bit as well. I mean, does that make a little bit of sense? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about uh, someone who hasn't had intimacy in in decades. So yeah, it. All those things that you said come into play right there, you know. And how do you do that? Do, I mean, are you are you picking up some game on uh, YouTube? Are you you know uh, <laughs> are you watching some love stories and movies and stuff? Like, oh, okay, I'm, that's what I'm gonna do next. That's my next play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who puts you up on game? Does any of the fellas be like, hey? I mean, we all we. I mean, you've been in the in the, in the penitentiary for all them years, so you've heard all the stories, right? Yeah, yeah. You've heard all the stories, so you get put up on a lot of game. But a lot of the game could be a negative game, you know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. when it comes to a dude doing time and a female out there, I mean, you you can never blame the female. 
I'm going to say that right now. You can never blame the female, you know, unless she puts you in there, you know. But if she didn't put you in there yeah, and, and she's still holding you down, I always had a thing like, hey, as long as I don't hear about it, I give a F, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, as long as I'm, you know, I'm getting taken care of. And that's just, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the convict, the, 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 the convict in me, right? You know what I mean? Just trying to survive in there. Hey, my packages are on time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, she done had three kids since I've been down, but it's okay. Those are all my stepkids. You know what I mean? You know, uh, there's some savages out there. You know what I mean? I, be, I might've been one of them. I might, I was one of them hundred yeah. percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be finding out about homegirl whoop de whoop wooing this dude. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. I'll see her in the visit and be like, what up girl? What's cracking? I mean, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, is that what you did? Okay. Yeah. yeah. You can't pretend you don't no, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 just a, it's an ugly game to have to ever play that. But now that you're out here in the free road, um, not saying that you ever had to play that, bro. But now it's just, uh, I mean, it's it you you should take your time on that, right? Yeah. Don't don't jump into nothing quick, bro. Because you the dude that like we talked earlier, bro. The dude you are now is not a dude you're gonna be not even six uh, months to a year from now, bro. Yeah. You know, so do not get no girls pregnant right now, bro. I'm not trying to preach to you, bro, but I'm just going to, like, that as, as as friends, as homies, dog. Absolutely. Like, bro, yeah. like, take your time on that, bro. Yeah. Take your time. Just like you got to, you, you, just the levels of having to commute to work, take that the same thing in any relationship, bro. And and your girl might be listening to me right now, and she might be throwing a hot pocket at the screen, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Lucky! Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, is, uh, like, um, a lot of times you, you have a relationship with somebody in prison, and when you come home, it's the dynamic is entirely different. And even the statistics are, are against relationships. Like during that transition period right there, it, it, it's difficult. It, it, takes, it takes a heavy toll. We need to get you a sponsor by like Trojan or something right now, yeah. dog. You know what I mean, make sure you're just on deck. You constantly strapping up, doubling up. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you got to get past a. You know what I mean? You got to get past some uh, 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 some levels first, bro. But before you really entertain that, but. You know, we're all suckers for love, bro. Let's be honest. Like, you know, like just to be held, just to be kissed, just to be loved. And whatever the love is, we don't know if it's real or if it's just a uh, 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 lust right at the time, yeah. you know, or the, the the thrill in a female's mind that he just got done doing 30 years. He's like a virgin, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going he's gonna to fuck me like an M8. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> just fuck with you, dog. But, I mean, um... I, I, I have a good idea I, what I'm looking for. I know what I want. I like, I'm like. i trying to build a legacy here, so I, I want that foundation. I, you know, I want that queen, you know. Um, I believe I have it right now. But I want to go to work. I want to come home at the end of the day to my girl and just, you know, lay on the couch and watch a movie and, you know, just come together, take vacations, experience life. I, I just want that partner. Yeah, bro. You need and you need a partner because that yeah. will give you foundation in your life, brother. Because if you're running wild, stability. bro, and you're yeah, yeah, stability, bro. If you're running wild, bro, and you're just like like these females, bro, they're gonna take you off that deep end, bro. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, and I just you know different different jumping around. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, it's it's not my character. It's really not who I am. Even you know at my worst prior to my incarceration, that really wasn't my style, but. That's where most people end up violating their parole or falling off or, like you said, going off the deep end. Uh, every time, domestic situations. Well, and that's something that a female can hold over your head, too, you know, which I'm sure uh, law enforcement, the parole board, probation officers aren't foreign to. 
Yeah. Oh, we just he's back in because of this domestic. I mean, and then they look at you and what he get out from? Oh, fuck yeah, he might have done it. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and 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 so females, if they're built like that, shame on you if you are. But if you're built like that, man, that, that, that they can hold that leverage over your head and you can get threats. And I've heard homies, personal homies of mine, oh, yeah. that have gotten those threats and they're just like, fuck, look, I'm fucked right now. You know what I mean? Like, I just got to ride this bitch out, you know? Yeah. And and that sucks, bro. That sucks because that's selfish of the female. And obviously, it's a very insecure female. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a low form of human right there. Yeah. But then you got dudes that get out on the flip side for the female. Shout out to all the girls out there. There's probably like 4% 4 of you girls watching because that's what the, uh, oh, yeah, the statistics tell me. Oh, yeah, I heard you say that the other day. It's 90 and 10? Is that it's, what the number is? something like that. It's horrible, bro. You know what I mean? Well, no, I love it, bro. It's 96% uh, percent dudes, 4% okay. females. Okay. You know, but for the females out there, there's probably some dudes that are just out there motherfucking mind, bro, and they might get out and beat your motherfucking ass. No, yeah, yeah. But some girls like it. Yeah, because they're, 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 you get out and you're emotionally a wreck, you know? relationships they they raise such high emotions again that's where people get incarcerated they end up going back to drugs and and drinking and dope and all that because what a relationship does it makes people go berserk you know yeah 100 percent. even cats that don't you know been through whatever uh just in general right like it can make either or go berserk yeah and and that's just an unhealthy relationship so i mean yeah bro i mean so what i mean what else bro you know what i mean like um you know just like what else have you had to experience i think like just speaking in general it's like i, I equate it to going to a country where you don't know just imagine you get dropped off in a country where you don't know the customs you don't know the language and feel like like so out of place i still do like at times like and it, and it happens the most when like i'm surrounded like i'm surrounded by people who love me who care about me but like a lot of times you just feel like you don't belong you feel so out of place <laughs> and i think for me in, in these last 115 days the most difficult thing for me is being alone i hate being alone by myself well i think when, when you feel out of place uh, you feeling having that emotional feeling out of place is just an insecurity of you, what you've already expressed, yeah. bro, that you're not where you want to be at, you know, and you you want to be in a boss position. You want to be able to pick up the tab. You know, you want to be a respectable presence in the regular world, you know, and sometimes and that's why it's hard for a lot of the, the fellas when they get out, bro. It's hard for them sometimes to get out the neighborhood, bro, because in the neighborhood they get they can get out from that and they'll have all of that respect, you know. But in the real world, you know, what I mean, uh, it really doesn't, it really doesn't mean nothing, bro. It doesn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't count in the real world with real people. Like if you hit a job site, bro, it doesn't matter how much time you did in prison, bro. You're gonna sweep up that fucking trash, oh, yeah. and you're gonna take it out, bro. Yeah. You know, and even if that's a, a really above you, bro, you feel it, and this, you got this squirmy, wormy dude telling you to do that, bro. Yeah. I mean, it it, it it sticks the it sticks the butter knife a little deeper in your back, bro. It hurts, bro, because I've been in that, and I had to, I had to, I've swallowed some of that shit, bro. You know, so that's all a part of the evolution of one man that's done 30 years or any prison time again now and now trying to function in the regular world sir yeah and what i've come to notice and you know we've talked about this is you know when you're incarcerated for 30 years 13 years any any anything of five and above the things that you witness the things that you go through these are traumatic experiences now whether you 
stuff them down somewhere and don't deal with them, they're gonna they're gonna come up at some time in some place. And um, you need to be aware of those things. Like uh, you, you need to find therapy in some form or another. That was another thing with my job. It's therapy with those dogs all day. It's it's as therapeutic as it gets for me. You know, I, I I'm never more comfortable when I'm at work, just surrounded by dogs. So that's another that's another huge point. But for somebody find find that place because what you experience, whether you realize it or not, like subconsciously, like it's 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 wounded your spirit. Yeah. You know, I I I can't count on on both fingers how many people I've seen killed in front of me. That's not normal right there. And in the quiet moments, that stuff comes up. It's difficult. It's difficult, especially with the mentality that I have. Like, uh, you know, I'm a changed man. I don't, I don't use those tactics anymore. You know, I've renounced violence in my life. Like, I've gained some intelligence and I've gained some coping skills. So I don't, I don't need to use those tactics anymore. So, you know, with that mindset and, and still having all this stuff in the, in the back of my mind, it's difficult. And, and everybody goes through it, you know, and I know they do. Um, I'm in the house with like all dudes convicted of murder, like, like in prison murders, you know, you know, multiple stabbings and assault, like dudes that were really putting it down. And we're talking about these kind of things. So I know the guy that did five years, that's, you know, his, his life story sounds like a rap song. I know he's, he's feeling it worse. So it's conscious, you know, it's, it's important for people to be conscious of that and understand that, you know, what people out here that have come out after that much time incarceration are, are going through. You know, I don't know how many comments that I got about people saying, not only should you write a book, but they should make a movie about you. I think, uh, I think if we get the right people together, brother, you know what I mean? Um, I think it would be a good movie. I think it would, I think it'd be an amazing movie. Um, who would play me? Who would play you? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm, I'm sure there's some there's some qualified actors out there, bro, that can really. Uh, I mean, I don't think it would be hard to study you, being the fact that you're so verbal, and if you had a one on one with the person, or they can watch these podcasts, bro, they can study you just like that, bro. And and there's very uh, it's crazy. You watch some of these actors that do the uh, autobiography, uh, like the method but, actors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they uh, embody the character. Yeah, they embody yeah. the character, bro. You know what I mean? Like, they, dude, there's actors out there, bro, that are just freaking like they're badasses, bro. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, somebody can just easily uh, embody your character, bro. And um, and that would be a, a a great, great, great story, bro. That'd be a good movie. And, and maybe we're putting in the universe right now, and we're planting the seed right now. You know, because I know there's a lot of uh, filmmakers that watch this podcast right here. There's a lot of cinematographers. There's a lot of dudes that do rap videos, right? Even those dudes, hey, this might be your chance to bop, bop, bop. You know what I mean? But I think it's you're on a bigger level. Like it would be have to be some uh, something shot professionally, Netflix type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, you can you can really really get something good out there, bro. And at nice. the same time, it, it would be profitable, you know, because you know if it don't make dollars, sometimes it don't make sense. Even though it's therapeutic to a lot of people, you guys doing these podcasts, a lot of people have told me too, like, bro, listening to Brian, listen to that the homie Lonely. I mean, man, it has really helped me in uh, in w their life. And I don't I don't know exactly what they're talking about, but yeah. they, I get a lot of those comments of, that, of, about you, bro. That. I love that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, you're gonna 
you are going to get everything that you want in the world as long as you just stay the course. Shout out to my homegirl, Melody Sarceda. Since I got a show, I said, look, stay the course. Stay the, every time she tell me, she told me stay the course. So now that's like embedded in my head, stay the course. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm feeling like I'm slipping off the course, yeah. I got her in my head, stay the course, love. Yeah. You know, so you got to just stay the course. It's that simple, bro. Mine was stand on your square. Okay. My boy used to always say stand on your square. Your square consists of your values, your principles, your belief system. So whatever's going on externally around me, I'm not moving off my square. Yeah. It, it, I don't care what happens, what you do, how I get done, what I witness. These are my principles, my values, and I'm, I'm not stepping off them for nobody. Stand on your square. He used to always tell me that. So that's what I do out here because um, I, I, I don't, I'm not trying to adapt to this world. You know, I'm trying to function, you know, successfully in it. But, you know, I'm not going to uh, adapt to a lot of this craziness that's going on. I mean, what kind of things that, that uh, when you say that, what kind of things are you like referring to, like adapting to this world? Because this world has changed dramatically since 30 years ago, right? Yeah. You know, since you were out. I mean, you know, it's a whole different world, bro, full of technology. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 nuts, bro. But like, what are things that you see and you say, you know what, I'm not fucking with that, you know? Like, I'm speaking like... A- a lot of times, like uh, the dressing, the the way uh, people conduct themselves, the way people speak, you know, primarily like in those areas right there. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna devalue what are what like I said what what is on my square. Yeah, and I and and back to what you said earlier about denouncing uh, violence and this and that like. I, I look at everybody, everybody has their individual toolbox, right? That the, And throughout these years, they've collected, you know, screwdriver, hammer, all these different types of tools. And some people's boxes are bigger than the others. Yeah. You know, some people can reach into that box and realize they don't have the tool for the job, you know? And so I would say uh, in regards to like back to the denouncing violence, yeah. well, the violence, the violent tool is in your toolbox, right? And And one day... Hopefully never, but you never know, bro. You might have to pull that tool out to protect somebody, bro. You might have to pull that tool out to protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, you can never, even in the free world and and after doing all that time, you're just like, man, F that. But, bro, in this crazy world we live in, brother, you can never never get away from the yin and the yang. And that's my fear, too. I I don't want to open that box because, you know— once it's open, it's it's there. You know, I, I, I was a seriously dangerous man for a lot of years. And that doesn't leave. It's there. It's put away. You know, it's 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 locked inside of a cage. But um, you know, I gotta be mindful and, and aware of those situations that that rattle that cage. I I, I can't let it out. That's why you know, I made a pact with myself and my higher power that, you know, under no circumstances am, am I going to utilize violence again, you know, because of the amount of destruction and pain that I've caused mothers because of their sons and, you know, the scars that I put on people, you know, I can't do it. And now when you're referring to protecting yourself, like, you know, don't get it twisted. Like nobody's putting their hands on me. 
you know, like by any means, like you're not going to run me over, you know. If that was the case, I'm going to utilize the the in, an equal amount that's going to like hold you down. Like I'm not going overboard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. once you're on your back on the ground and I put you there, I'm not going to stomp you out or nothing like that. You know, God forbid a situation like that ever happens. Like you say, protecting somebody, a family member or something like that, you know. I'm going to neutralize you, but that's about it. Yeah. And I'm going to try to avoid that at all costs, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds like, uh, you know, your head's screwed on right, brother, and you've, you're well, obviously you're well thought out because you're well spoken, you know? So, I mean, I do it to this day. Anywhere I go, I don't know why I do this. Uh, a therapist can probably tell me why I do this. I could probably make the, I can probably tell it too, bro. You know, it doesn't take a therapist that's living with oneself for so long, right? Yeah. You know, but um, kind of lost my train of thought I was going to say right now, dog. But, um, oh, when I go anywhere, bro, I think about the worst situation, bro, that can happen in that, in that place. Well, that's because of the life you've lived. I think about yeah, when, when I go out trend. to my car, bro, and a car's getting ready to turn, bro, I face the car and I see who's in the car, bro. You know what I mean? You know, You're like, living in fight or flight mode. You, like, that's, that, man. I do that that's every, dangerous. I go to, that's, I go that's to, exhausting. Well, I, it's just, you know, it's it's what's gotten me thus far yeah. through a lot of crazy stuff. Um, I go to a movie theater and I'm there with my kids, you know. You know, you, we hear about, you know, we're kind of, we're a little bit of scarred from just uh, things that have transpired yeah. through the years in regards to, School shootings have been movie theater shootings, yeah. bro. There's been all these things, you know, but it doesn't take that for me to already like what I've been through to understand like, all right, there's an exit right there, you know, and yeah. I and I hate it sometimes when I play out the worst scenario in my head, bro, because when you're playing out the worst scenario in your head, it's not good uh, what you're thinking, you know, um, yeah, in regards. But but maybe it's it's I don't know, bro. And, you know, like, you know, going back to what we're talking about, like, you know, utilizing violence or, or, or old techniques that we used to use at the time too when i was doing that stuff and a lot of people say you know well, i can handle it you know I, I i could handle a life sentence i, I you know i could take it you know I, I can handle the time in the county or, or, or the prison or the shoe until you realize it's not just you you're dragging your family you're dragging your loved ones along with you the whole time so i'm i'm hyper aware of that today that my nephews are watching and listening and hanging on to every word I say. And they come before me. You know, my mom and my sister, they've been traveling their whole life. Thousands and thousands and thousands of miles. They clocked going up and down these freeways and this grapevine to come see me. I'm done. They're not doing that no more. It's my time to take care of them. So any stupid situation... I'm putting them right back in there. And, exactly. and, and, and can I handle it? Absolutely. I can handle anything. You know, I, I don't think there's anything that can break me, you know. But I'm not going to drag these people on. It's not just me. There's people connected to me and attached to me. And, you know, even now, like, you know, we talked about these people that I met as a result of this platform. Like, I, I feel a responsibility to them. These people are rooting for me. Yeah. I don't want to let them down. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. This is a really deep conversation, man. This is deep. 
This is uh this is therapy right here. Not only just like this is therapy for me, bro. Just just Free therapy, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. you know, just having this conversation, bro, because you can't just have this conversation with anybody and um it's very, very therapeutic just to kinda like you know, bounce these uh theories, you know. Because at the end of the day they're really just theories in life because there's people that really don't believe in your therapy theory, yeah. your religion, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and so it's just a, a different angle, right? And that's the great part. There's people like on different points in the spectrum. It, it's it's growth. I may be farther down, people people farther ahead of me, farther back, but you know, that that's the great thing about it. Anybody like if you don't agree with it or you have different ideas, that's fantastic. That's great. You know, as long as you keep evolving and and, and you do what's best for you because at the end of the day, I got to look in the mirror. I got to be comfortable with what I see. Absolutely. Everybody does. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, once you find, once you, so many years, I didn't feel good un, in, under my skin. Even though maybe the drugs made me felt like I, 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 I was good. You know what I mean? Even though you know I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to, when we, when we get to a point in time in our life when we love what we see and we're comfortable with what we see, and that's the reflection in the mirror. You know, that's when you can be the greatest person you can ever be to not only first and foremost yourself, right? But to the people around you, right? Because you got to be good to yourself, bro, before you can be uh, good with everybody else. You know, like 100%. you got to work your own shit out, bro. Yeah. Like you can never give people your 100% like energy when you're in this rebuilding mode right now and what you're in right now. Yeah. You're in a rebuilding mode, bro. You're trying to find out who Brian Lonely James is now and who he wants to be and where he's going to go, what he's going to accomplish, how he's going to uh, deal with, you know, all of situations that might arise in life, right? You know, so your your mind is, your brain is probably just like overloaded yeah. and it's just constantly running and playing. I, I, I already can see what kind of dude you are, bro. And uh, like, you know, a lot of times, I'll, you know, people pick me up, let's, let's go to eat. You know, what's your restaurant? I don't have a restaurant yet. I'm trying. Jack in the box. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, who takes EBT? You know. Right, yeah. I'm trying everything right now, so I don't. I you know I don't. You know, people have their spots. You probably got your restaurant that you like to go to. That specific thing you like to order. Yeah. You know, you got your gas station. You got where you go get your haircut. You know. Yeah. You got your tattoo guy. Like you, you, you have all your spots. I don't have any spots. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm figuring out my spots now. Yeah. Shout out to Portos, man. Portos is my spot. Have you been to Portos? Woo-hoo. All right. Man. Ah, get out of here, bro. Portos is bomb, bro. Yeah, yeah. Portos wow. is super bomb. I, I love Portos. Um, For, I think Frankie's kind of like a, a tomahawk steak type of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Frankie's on another level, bro. You know what I mean? But Portos, bro, is super fire, bro. Yeah, it is. You know? Um, let, how about this? Let's let's do some, uh, let's do, let me uh, pay some bills, and then let's open the phone line. Sounds good. Yeah, let's open up the phone line. Whatever you guys want to throw at the homie right here, let's do it. But let me let me pay these bills real, real quick. Today's podcast is brought to you by Micro Soul Mushroom Booster. Lift the fog, come back into the light. If you're having difficulty from day to day trying to focus on simple tasks and bigger projects, let the Micro Soul Mushroom Booster come and save you. Our booster is powered by a mighty five mushrooms, including Lion's Mane, Rahishi, Taga, Shitake, and my take, I'm probably saying all those words wrong, bro. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me on that. Take a few drops for clarity. Take a few more for harmony. Take even more 
and you're on your way to remolding your brain's wiring. Make sure to read and follow recommended dosage on the bottle. This function, this functional <laughs> sporadic mushroom tincture can be safely stacked to your microdosing regimen for a position boost. Okay, so their their uh, website is www.cannacomforts.com. Uh, put promo code HOOD25, you get 25% off. Once again, that's www.cannacomforts.com. And make sure you use the uh, HOOD25 uh, promo code. Um, today's podcast is tired of overpaying for your herb. Hit up East LA Exotics. You see East LA Exotics right there. Those are the boys right there. Shout out to the homie uh, Pork Chop pulled through a little bit earlier. Uh, they specialize in bringing the finest urban cannabis products at an unheard of low price. Check them out. They are located at 6009 East Olympic Boulevard right here in East LA. Or check them out on IG at EastLA.Exotics. Or you can call them up right now at 562-713-6484. And all that information is right there on uh, the bottom of the screen. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to open up the phone line. All right? We'll be right back. Let's take a quick break, Frank. Thank you, Don.
like, hit that subscribe. stuff so we got the phone line up there hey i try not to read too many of those comments all the time but what happened let me give a shout out to my eight-year-old nephew yeah adrian that's my boy what up adrian that's my dog he out there right now watching he sent me a text he said uncle give me a shout out <laughs> there it is right there baby that's my boy man yeah absolutely dog absolutely adrian huh Adrian. Yeah. What is it? What does he like to do? He plays soccer right now. Okay. He loves basketball. This dude is a character. He's a comedian. He's so quick, so witty. Like. Yeah. 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 He 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 stays clowning me. We're, we're together all day. That's my boy. That's my dog. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, I love him. I mean, it's good to have like uh, family around you. Yeah. And, and and like real genuine love, like uh, blood love, right? You yeah. Know what I mean? Like yeah. we are family. We related. And it, it must feel good for your family, bro, to ha finally have you back, right? When they didn't yeah. think you were ever going to come back. Or did they ever always, I, I, you always keep hope, right? Yeah, I mean, there's always hope, but that, you know, it, uh, we kind of accepted the reality of it, you know? And even though, like, after every visit, I always remember, like, my family, we would give each other a hug, like, if it was the last time we were going to see each other again, every visit. Yeah. You know? But now it's, you, I, I always have these moments where it's just like, and, and they're, 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 they're consistent, you know, sometimes daily I'll have them where I'm just like, I'm out here. Like I'm, I'm out here. Like I just might be in the corner and just get, just get goosebumps. Like, damn, I'm out here. Like, and I have those moments, you know, when I, when I stay over at my mom's house and I'm, I'm up early, I still get up early and you know, my mom comes in the bathrobe and sister and we're making coffee just small moments like we're just chilling at the kitchen table drinking coffee that's dope oh just conversating you're on hoodstocks go ahead talk to us what's up big look it's wolf homie from monte what up wolf what's up lonely hey what's up wolf i can't i just want to do a big congratulations to both you bosses all this this is the best conversation i heard and I need I need to hear this conversation on Friday, dog, because it gave me my mind more more on the right state of mind. You know what I mean? Right on. That's right, Wolf. But you guys are throwing throwing the uh, fire right now, doggy. Absolutely, well, brother. Lacking out there. Oh, shoot. It's just all good, baby. I mean, it's a it was a sunny day today. Um, no rain. Still, you can still put a jacket on though, hoodie for sure. But uh, everything That's is right. good, bro. Everything is good. I mean. The holidays are coming up, and um, you know we got Thanksgiving coming up, bro. That's these are your first holidays too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Hey, well, thank you, brother, for calling, bro. We All know right. we love you, doggy. All right, nah, that's a lonely. Stay, stay up on me and keep safe on me and keep it right, dog. You too. 
Lucky. Absolutely, brother. Thank you for it, always brother. supporting, brother. You've been so day one. Absolutely. Let's, let me get this phone call. We'll talk about holidays. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Let me see. Hold on. Hello? Hello, hello. hello. Yeah. Hello. You're live, what's baby. What's up, Lucky? What How up? you doing, Lucky? I'm good, brother. Hey, what's up, man? I'm calling from the 818, man. San Fernando Valley, Panorama City, bro. That's right, baby. Love, respect. That's right, man. And respect to you and your podcast, man. Love what you guys are doing, man. That positive um, message you guys are pushing, bro. And uh, what's up with Lonely, bro? What's up, man? I got I got the 818. I don't know if you're That's up on right. this. Yeah, this is Gnarly Valley. This is, uh, you know, yeah. homegrown San Fernando Valley. It's it, it's a company. Great dude, man. They do they do a lot of positive work, a lot of stuff in the community. Yeah, that's good, man. I love that. I love that, man. Keep keep you know keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, keep pushing that positive outcome, and uh, man, yeah. love you guys, bro. Yeah, thank you, brother. Appreciate you so much, dog. Thank you for All calling. Right, man. All, All right, right bro. All right. So we got holidays coming up, bro. We got yeah. uh, you have the first holidays out here, right? Thanksgiving. What are you gonna do for Thanksgiving? What did you do for Halloween? Let's ask that. First. Um. Halloween, uh, I, I just I didn't have a pass for the night. Like I, I wish I had an exciting story. I went to sleep at eight thirty. Okay, yeah, it's <laughs> all good. It's, I mean, it's really for kids, bro. But oh, then you can get some of the some of them clubs, and you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a good time. It's your only chance when you're with your girl, bro. You can look at all the half naked chicks, yeah. and they just be like, "I'm just checking out her costume." Yeah, I'm bro. admiring the costume. It's a nice but I, I think the the Friday before, um, I went. To, we went to a friend's Halloween party. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. I I, I was uh. I dressed up as a rapper. Who you think I was? Eminem. Oh come on! <laughs> I was. <laughs> I, it was just too easy. You know? I couldn't. I couldn't. I, man, I couldn't do you like Vanilla Ice or yeah. something like that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Eminem's hard, bro. Yeah. I was Eminem, and my mom and my sister were M&Ms. So like, it, yeah, it was cool. It was a great party. We had fun. Man. We played games. Like, it, yeah, it was really chill. It was a blast. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the holiday. I man, I'm psyched. So. My sister's going to cook the day before Thanksgiving, so we're going to do the family thing there, which works out perfect because I'm going to work on Thanksgiving Day and get that time and a half. Okay. You know? Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so psyched about it. Like, I love it. I like, especially for, you know, it's it's all about family for me. Um, my sister's a sick-ass cook. Yeah? You know, yeah. I mean, what is she, what is she making you thus far that, that, that you can say she's a sick-ass cook? Abondigas. Okay. The other day, whew, killed it. Yeah. She even brought big old bowl to work. Like all my coworkers tore it up. Like, Damn. yeah, no. It's, it, she makes she makes a like she has this thing called Dorito casserole. <sighs> Fire! Like people like have tried it. Like it's like, they're chasing like it's crack. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds bomb, bro. I like to I like to try it one day. Maybe she, one day. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. Becky. Let Lux get some of that Dorito casserole. She will come through. She'll 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 oh, do bro. that. I'd, it's, I, it's honestly, fire. bro, I'd love that. It was, it's bro. If you can make a casserole out of Doritos, I don't think you really <laughs> fucked that up. You know what I mean? You know? No, but they, there's a whole twist. Like it's it's a it's not a spread. Like you're thinking squeeze cheese with the, you know? No, it's 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 a thing. There was even this dude, like my boy Carlos, told her one time, like, is there any amount of money I could pay you to where I can get like four of those a month? Yeah, you know what I mean, like hundred percent. Yeah. Keep the Dorito casseroles coming. So yeah. Well, if you think about it, bro, Doritos are the god of potato chips, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? What is the potato chip best potato chip in the world? And we can we can argue about hot Cheetos, right? But at the end of the day, bro, who is it? Frankie is what is it? Funyuns. 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 Yeah, Funyuns oh. is up there too, bro. 
That's hardcore stoner, right? Like Funyuns? Funyuns funny just, yeah, I love Funyuns. <laughs> hey, you're on Hoodstocks. Go ahead. What up? Let's see, let's see. Can, can, can I, can I just... Look. Are you having a seizure right now? What's going on, bro? Nah, fool. Quite seizure. No mommy's away. I'm just fucking with you, dog. Take it easy, doggy. What happened? The homie, the homie was talking about the Norteños and all that shit, you know what I mean? Like... They like they give them their props and everything. Yeah, I give them their props. You know, I mean, I grew up in the Bay Area. You know, what I mean, I went to Juvenile Hall. I went to Juvenile Hall right here in Alameda County. I grew up, you know, what I mean, in the '90s right here in the Bay Area when it was cracking. You know, yeah. what I mean, like yeah. And, and it was and it was and it was hard for and it was hard for us. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It was hard for us, especially in the East Bay, because there wasn't that many homies out here. You know, what I mean. Yeah. Speak on and it, bro. We had to put it down. Yeah. And yeah, we give them we give them the respect, but you know, at the same time, we can't give them their like, we can't give them the respect at the same time. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying, dog? No, you know I get I mean? it, bro. I hundred percent get it, bro. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, homie. That's the way I feel. You know what I mean? Like, well, you, you, how about me? this? How about this? Let me let me say this. And this thought just came in my head. Any man that could potentially kill you, that you know they're capable of killing you, you got to have some oh, type of yeah. level of respect. Yeah, and you're not going to be the biggest fan of them. Right? But what he's saying, like, yeah, I mean, this, he's talking about being the Bay Area. He's, he's front line out there. So, yeah, I, his perspective is there it is there. Like, I, I, I completely. But, 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 but let's say it like this right here in LA, bro. This is the front line of the gang bang capital, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where we go to, where we go to, where we go to jail with our, with, with the homies that are on our side, bro. And, 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 and we go hard on each other out here, bro. We go, we go hard on each other out here, bro. And then we eat a spread, spread with these cats, dog. You know what I mean? And then we fight wars with these cats, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you understand yeah. that? That that that. We're, 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 I'm not gonna I'm not gonna eat a spread with these foods. You know what I'm saying? But but I, but I eat, but well, I'm gonna eat spreads with cats that I'm I'm out here once upon a time ago, dog. We trying to get each other, homie. You know what I mean? But I'm eating spreads, so so it's a different dynamic, bro, than from out there, bro. So when you come into the system, you don't gotta eat nothing with your enemies, and and all the dudes you're with, bro. Most of them are are not your enemies from the streets, bro. True that, you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? I had a T number. I had a T number. So, you know what I mean? You're I old knew, school. You know what I mean? You're I old school. Yeah. You're old school. You got a C exactly. number, dog. He said a C number? You, you say a C number? T number. A T number. No, okay. Yeah, that's all, that's uh, like early 2000. Well, I got a, I got a J94506 yeah. and I got a T89010. I got a T number too, dog. JK my, my before the... Say one more time, dog, so we can run those digits right now, homie. No, just mess with you, bro. <laughs> he's like T. <laughs> he's like T's and Tom. <laughs> nah, I'm messing with you, my G. Hey, brother, but check it out. I, I, so no, no, stop it, brother. I'm just fucking around, dog. Um, so what I'm what I'm saying though, bro, is when we when 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 the guys on this side of 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 the state say this, bro, they say that for that, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like, bro. So we're out here. And we're getting each other, bro. But we go in and we're with each other, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So think about yeah. that, bro. I, I know. I know. You know, I, I, I know. I'm, I'm next door to a dude that killed my homie, bro. You feel me, dog? Yeah. But, but I'm fighting with this dude now. So it, it's a different dynamic, bro. Yeah. And, and and the homies from up north should never feel bad or, or should feel any way, dog, when, when homies that have been through 
what like homies been through, a lot of homies out here been through, and they speak on a level of respect, right? It's, it's always got to be there, bro. Yeah. yeah. But you know me, sometimes, you know me, I'm going to be honest with you, homie. There's sometimes we got homies from down south trying to belittle the homies from up north, you know what I'm saying? We've never and, done that. And, and I've that, never done that. Those are probably you know, iso- you know those are probably like isolated incidents right there. And that I mean, can that, go both ways, yeah, bro. That yeah, can go both ways, dog. Like you can be you can be belittling the homies that right now that are speaking on it that are from this side and they're like, homie, that fool don't know, dog. That fool don't live out here. Whoop 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 this and that. And you can be you can so you doing the you can I know you doing the same thing, bro. You know, so and, and I say and I and I say I'm talking to you in a respectful level, bro. Like as men, right? You know what I mean? You know, you got a T number, bro. So we like around the same age and stuff. You know. But it's a, it's a, it's kind of like a two way street, bro. And, and and sometimes it sucks, and sometimes it doesn't make sense, bro. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we, we, we as long as we respect each other, yeah. As long as we respect each other, like I respect you, brother, and what you've been through, and the homies up north, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I respect it, bro. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. And I and I always like, I get it, bro. You know what I mean, like. I get it how maybe sometimes the homies from north can potentially feel, bro. But at the end of the day, yeah. like, bro, like, we the same people, bro. We won, dog. And we, lo- we, we love the homies from up north, bro. You know what I mean? Like, re- straight up, you, dog. dog. I yeah. Love you, yeah, like, homie, my boy. yeah, bro. Like, we, we don't, we like, we, we just have different, we have different terrains and different, like, dynamics in the structure of where the side that we're from. But at the end of the day, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, like, you know, we love you guys, dog, and that's it, bro. You know what I mean? Don't let that last interview with homeboy fuck anything up or make it ever feel like oh, that. No, yeah, dog. Like, I, no, I love no, my... Bro, every time I told the homie when I had him on here, I said, bro, every time I've been in the penitentiary, bro, I've had a homie from up north, dog, in the Ronfla, dog, and he was always, like, he yeah. was he was just always a dope homie, bro. Never, not one time was like, oh, this was a fucking lame, dog. Like, nah, he was one of the boys, dog, and, and we treated him equally, bro, but we give him shit, yeah. you know what I mean? But that's just what we do sometimes, you know? We, you know, we give each other carrera yeah, and shit, yeah, though. Yeah. I, know, I, know, I, know how the, I know how the game runs. I know you do. That, homie, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I'm just saying, you know what I mean? We got to, we're all Southsiders at the end of the day. We respect each other. You know what I mean? We're all under the same umbrella. You know what I mean? And that's it, dog. You know, I just, I want everybody, bro. I want everybody. And, you know, f- fuck the... Not fucked up all this, but just like, let's just live a good life, dog, and be good people around our people, bro. And with you with a T number, bro, you know, wherever you're at, bro, just just uh, uh, promote just like uh, a good way of living, you know, and growing from where we came from, bro. And 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 and, and promote entrepreneurship and 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 the homies that have been through the rough places to level up and be the best person they can be, dog. And that's why we have this, you know, this platform is to say, hey, you know what? If, if this guy can do it, I can do it, or any other guest can do it, you can do it too, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And so we promote a solid, on solid grounds, bro, of growing and, and, and living a fruitful life. And that's abiding by the laws, that's paying your taxes, bro. You know, that's just, that's that's functioning in the world and growing up, right? You know? And that's a good thing about this life and now because we didn't have this shit 10 years ago, my boy. We didn't have a fucking platform like this, what you have right now. And we appreciate what you're doing, Lucky. It's probably the first hey, one, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm a little scared, you know, dog. We didn't have this shit back in the day, homie. So, you know what I mean? This is, this is new to us. Yeah, you know it I mean? is. It's it is. Everybody. It's it's new to everybody. And everybody's I mean, trying to figure out if they like it or not. Right? 
Yeah, they're exactly. fi- they're trying to figure out like yeah, they're trying to figure out yeah, and this is what it's supposed to promote, bro. Like when I have this guy, dog. When I have the caliber of this man right here on this podcast, bro, uh, dude. If you really listen, he is dropping you game. He's dropping gems, yeah. and he's and and even when he shares dark times, if you, if you really hear the moral, of the end of the story is to promote better times, growth. You know. And, right, uh, no, and you know my boy, I love you, brother, and thank you for calling in, dog. Thank you for your service. You well meant, homie. You have a good night, homie. I love you guys, bro. All right, bro. That's love, dog. And you yeah. know that honestly, I think I feel like that's real love, bro. Like if I seen that dude, we'd be like, "What's poppin'? Bop, 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 bop." You know what I mean? Well, It'd be real love. Yeah, he was like, "We didn't have this ten years ago." This is it's it's these conversations are, are crucial. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, man. Um, just wanted to give a big shout to the platform. I'm a uh, I'm just a white dude. I got, I really got no connection to the streets. Never been to the Pinta, nothing, man. But I, I follow your podcast religiously, man, because I feel like you just tell the human story. You know, like you, you get to the essence of, of the human nature, um, struggle, and the adversity that people have to go through. So, you know, I'm a big fan, man, and want to give you a shout out and then a, a big shout out to uh, Brian. And, um, uh, just respect, bro. Just respect for like all the struggles you, you went through, and I definitely grew up with a pretty silver spoon life. And I know if I'd been in your shoes, man, I wouldn't have made it. You know, and you survived, and that's that's super dope. Um, and one thing I just wanted to say, bro, is like I personally, I work a a white collar job. You know, like I'm one of those suit and tie wearing motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys were joking about and. And it, it's not black and white that, like, if you have a job like that, you're happy. You're, you're happier than if you're doing blue collar or vice versa. Like, personally, my job, <laughs> my job can be pretty miserable at times. Um, and yeah, definitely, definitely, what makes me happy. You know, I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking to do something else. And like, a lot of people who wear student ties and work in white collar, man, they're they're trying to get out. They're miserable. So, I guess um, I just wanted to say, man, like. Don't even trip on that down the line. Um, you're doing what makes you happy. That's so bro. That's super dope. It's worth than any paycheck, huh? Yeah. Thank man. you, brother. Uh, I mean, where I really are you calling out? Yeah, too. no, where are you calling out, bro? I'm calling out of the Bay Area. I'm Bay from Area. uh I'm from the East Bay, man. I'm from East Bay. White boy, <laughs> college educated. But you know, in the Bay Area, super diverse, man. So, you know, yeah. I got friends who um Shit, we're in the foster system, friends who had this upbringing, that upbringing, like we're a melting pot, you know? Yeah. And that gave me appreciation for uh, all walks of life. But like I said, I, I have no, I didn't grow up in like the under the circumstances that you guys did and have to go through that. But I like this podcast because you tell like the human story, man. You tell people who overcame um, some of the hardest struggles out there. And it's really like a reflection of like, of the human nature, like overcoming adversity and, and trying things. So that I really respect that. Sure. I mean, it's crazy, bro. Cause uh, I know Brian wants to speak on this too, but let me say this real quick. Um, it's crazy, bro, because even though you never experienced these stories that you hear on this podcast, it still makes you reflect and, and you can still connect on certain conversations with your life. A dude that you said that was uh, given the silver spoon, bro. And so I think, that this call is gold. I love it. And I feel like when I get these phone calls from these people that aren't from this walk of life and thank God for that, brother. You know what I mean? 
uh, that you've been able to do what you do, but you still find you have still can uh, uh, see similar struggles in regards to life and happiness. Um, but I just feel like that we're doing a we're doing a service and we're doing it we're we're doing it well, bro. So I mean, thank you, dog. What would you like to say? Dog? Yeah, no, I, I appreciate so much your comments. There's that's the great equalizer when you're talking about like the human experience. Whether you come from prison, whether you come from foster homes, like no matter what, like one person's struggle, like it's all relative. They might be different, but everybody at some point, they're, they're, we all feel the same things. So I really appreciate those comments because even, you know, prior to starting this right here, we sat down and Lucky said, let's go deep, man. Let's let's have some 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 real like quality conversation today. So, man, I, I really appreciate that acknowledgement. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Like. Um, just big shout out to you, bro. Even on days where I, I feel like I'm going through it or, you know, I'm dealing with some shit. I, I've, I, I have thought of your story since first listening to it, listening to it. And, um, you know, I've thought about like, man, you know, whatever I'm experiencing is a drop in the bucket. Like this dude, this dude went into the, the pits of hell, you know, and, and lasted and, and came out trying, um, through all that adversity and, it's, it's a pretty inspiring story, man. Um, so yeah, just big shout out to you. And what do you think it would make? What do, you, what do you think about when we say about him making a movie, bro? I mean, what are your thoughts? Dude, on I that? think you, I think you can make a great movie, man. Like, I, uh, you know, there's American Me, there's Blood In, Blood Out. They made uh, that movie Shot Caller recently, but it's a growing. There's a growing appetite in the market for the prison genre. You see all these YouTube channels popping up. I think, I think it's just it's. Uh, there's so much, there's so much um, desire to kind of see more of that world and see it in an authentic way. Because there's a lot of stuff that you'll see in Hollywood that is pretty fraudulent, and it's because they clearly didn't have some like, like an authentic experience, kind of like guidelining how it should go. Um, yeah. I think a story about Brian would be fire for sure. And the great thing about this platform right here too <clears throat> is, you, you know, you tell the prison experience, but this platform it ends with the positive, with like. The person coming out on top, like with the success story. So you're not just, you know, telling the war stories and okay, we're gonna call it a night. That's what makes it powerful. Like when when you're when you're talking about the human connections and that's what you're seeking to to highlight in in this podcast. And it's evident right now with this caller, man. And again, much appreciated for your comments, man. That 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 really means a lot. And you don't know how much I really need to hear these things on days like you know i wake up on days that i don't know what's coming you know it, it's difficult it's hard but these comments you know these little messages i get from these people i swear to god they're like hands on my back pushing me through the day it's huge so thank you man yeah 100 hands on the back baby yeah big shout out to you man big shout out to lucky you too man just like all i watch all these videos man and you can bring some uh really inspirational stuff to the limelight some people who uh they have that human experience that uh, uh just the authentic story to tell that uh it, it bridges bridges the gaps between different types of people like myself and others you know and at the end of the day it's just about a uh, triumph and fucking overcoming the hurdles of life bro so absolutely yeah, brother. thank you for calling brother have a good night thank you uh you're on hoodstocks talk to us Hello? Yes, you are live. Go ahead. <clears throat> hey, how's it going? It's going good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering. 
Sounds like a stalker, bro. You got a stalk on your hands, dog. I just want him to hear my voice. Oh, she hung up? She hung up, yeah. She got uh she got stage fright probably, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's uh That was one of the that was the four percent right there? That was the four percent, bro. Yeah. See what happens when the four percent calls, bro? <laughs> Fun with the ball, bro. You know? I'm kinda glad she did. She said I don't know what was coming. Yeah, I mean I was I was interested in what was coming. Call back. No, I'm not gonna call her back, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> and so I mean, what do you where do you see yourself in um in a in a few years, bro? You know, and I don't want to hit you with the like the the the, the whatever one five years, ten years. Yeah. I mean, let's get this calling, but I want to see like okay. where where we're gonna be, where you see yourself at. Um, and you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What's up? Is Lucky? Yes, sir. Hey, shout out to the homie Lonely man. Cool story, man. Thank you. Um, you know, you know, you know, Lucky. You know when Kanye's talking about the Jews and stuff, man. Man, I felt that, man. You know. <laughs> you thought about me, I dog. Hey, but you know, you know, you made it when the Woodstock on and giving you props, Carnal. Thank you, brother. Thank you, dog. That's what's up, Lucky. Hey, 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 though, you shining, my boy. You shining. I'm just Get trying to, I'm, 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 you know what, bro? We're shining, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, you shining, dog. Hey, they are copying you. They are taking phone calls down, man. man. They, they're trying to take the formula. They can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. Yeah, I get, top, boy. Thank you, brother. Thank you, dog. All right, All right brother. For sure. That was dope, dog. Yeah. That was just love right there. Yeah, it was. Um, when you, where do you see yourself, bro? Like, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're going through these, uh, these, these emotions about, you know, just, Feeling, you know, not feeling, up, you know, up to par of where you you'd like to be at in a short time um, that you've been out. That any of us look at and we're like, well, bro, you're not going to be there yet, dog. I mean, but you got to take the hard route. Why? Because uh, you don't have someone's going to dump a, a freaking business on your lap or a Lamborghini in your in your driveway and all this other stuff. So you you got to take a, a difficult, uh, uh, methodical route, which I think is necessary, bro. Yeah. Um, which we talked about. Um, but what what do you where do you see yourself like what is it bro like what's the big picture bro I mean do you want to have kids I mean what what is it bro so I have a uh, somewhat of a mentor to me Robert and former lifer he did like about twenty eight years he's been out five years and he told me it took him two years in his transition period so. It, it, it's it's funny that that you threw that number out there. So in two years, um, I hope to have uh, developed, uh, you know, um, self, um, self worth. Always working on that. Yeah, I, I'm always working on that. Um, you know, I'm like anybody. You know, with, with especially out here, you know, your insecurities are triggered. You know, you sometimes feel less than. You know, that's just a part of life. I'm, I'm able to recognize those and, and counteract them, you know, with the tools that I have that I've gained and, and, the, and the great people around me. But I want to be settled in like. Um, I have my family in my corner. I have an amazing um, woman in my corner. I'd like to have my own space, my own living environment that I can call my own Um but I want a life is simple. Like I, w- I want to go to work. I want to work as hard as I can. And I want to come home at the end of the day, kick my shoes off, go out to eat, you know, um, with my girl, with my family. 
just spend quality time and just just enjoy life just in, enjoy freedom because i this these feelings that i'm having of damn i'm really out here like i don't, I don't think they're ever going to go away and it's an unimaginable feeling like it's it's a free high and there's no hangover you know what i mean and it don't cost i mean it did cost i paid my dues but yeah. you know but that's it like i, I, I want a simple life you know I, I i want my car you know i want i want a good credit score <laughs> you know that's it that's it and my boy said he want a good credit score. I want a good credit score, you know? <laughs> and I want to be able to, like you said, everything is methodical. Like, you know, opportunities pop up. You got to know which ones to take and which ones to pass on, you know? That's huge. That's huge. So, um, you know, I want to be able to recognize those opportunities that are going to propel me to the, to, to the next level. And I'm somebody that's like, you know, super vigilant, hyper aware, like, of when those things happen. You know, I'm, I'm going to take that rock and I'm going to run with it. I mean, uh, you see all these. You're, I mean, let's just break it down to the to the basics. Like this is just these are just like basic aspirations, yeah. uh, goals. I mean, so when you're at the bus stop, bro, or you're at the train station, wherever you're at, um, and you see cars, right? What what kind of car would you want to get right now, bro? Like what kind what cars track your attention? Like man, I, I okay. can see myself in that. They, they, there's like I like a I saw like a what is it F two fifty those trucks yeah those things are chunky like uh, uh but the, they, but they the gas F- bro the gas is horrible bro you got to think about the gas bro we got there's an F three fifty too huh what do you need that for sir <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to barrel down the street but that but the F two fifty I mean like that that's the one like I, I was on the freeway the other day in traffic and there was one next to me and I was just like damn like. I looked it up on Car CarMax or something like that. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> so, CarMax is a little expensive. You can go through Car Gurus. CarMax is always expensive, bro. Honestly, and people don't even realize this. You know, the cheapest place to buy a car is on a freaking real car lot, bro. And I'm talking if it's Ford, if it's Chevy. I mean, you can buy something at some bootleg ass car lot, but honestly, everything you get in the, these other uh, uh, uh Real dealerships, bro, which I've I've experienced myself, bro. Yeah, yeah. The best buys I've gotten, bro, at the big dog lots. And the dudes trying to burn me, bro, and get over me, bro, yeah, yeah. on the mom and pop little lots, bro. Right here down the street on Atlantic Boulevard, bro. They're going to rape you, bro. They're going to rape you for the car, bro. Hey, Unless you got cash on you. Yeah, yeah. If you got cash in you got room for negotiation, baby. But around that, bro, if you go in there with a little fucking 1500 down on the down, bro, they're going to get you. You got to go to the big car lots, bro. You get the best deals, bro. And um, th- th- I'll say that. Let's take this phone call right here, bro. Yeah. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, fuck you, Lucky. I love you too, doggy. <laughs> Kiss me in my mouth right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, Lucky. Much love, you guys. Fist box and Vegas. Okay, that was kind of gay, Later. bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that you was blew good. a kiss and said, "See you later, bro." <laughs> oh, come on, bro. You got to give a question, bro. You putting me Please. on a weird position right now, bro. <laughs> hey, Roger, show some love. My bad, dude. <laughs> nah, you're all good, baby. You out of Las Vegas? Yeah, yeah, right here, posting in Vegas, where I live out here. That's, That's right. what's up, baby. Thank you, dog, for tuning in, baby. You know we love Vegas, baby. I mean, you'll find the yeah. most dudes from California in Vegas, bro. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah bro. I'm originally from Nevada, so you're right. There it is know. there, dog. Yeah, I mean, where do dudes go? Uh, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to Vegas. Next thing yeah, you know, yeah. they're running amok, bro. I'm going to <laughs> AZ. Real. Next you know, they ain't fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. they're in motherfucking, what was that prison I was in out there? Fucking, uh, uh, 
Fuck, I want to think about the Florence. Next thing you know, you're in Florence State Prison. Um, yeah. All right, brother. Thank you for calling, dog. <clears throat> and you know what? These conversations, these simple conversations, bro, of of just like, and, and, and they're very, like, as a 45-year-old man, bro, you know, you know what these feelings you're having, bro, are are very. Uh, I'm, I don't want to use the word childish because it sounds disrespectful, but very, uh, like. It, I don't want to say that word either because that sounds disrespectful. But they're 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 you're having these feelings at a, at a, as a 45 year old man that did 30 years, and you know who has these feelings, bro? Uh, uh, 17, yeah, 18 year old kids, bro. You know, and so I don't say that with any disrespect, no, bro. That it's a trip that you say that because if if you've never like been conscious of these things or, or dealt with these feelings, then they never evolve. Like I came out here as as, as a 17, 16 year old kid. You know, and, and I sometimes I forget in my mind, like like it's a trip. Like I, I gotta remind myself. So I mean, that's you're spot on saying that. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. And I'm, I'm glad you. The way I left is the way I came out. Like I'm, you know, I, I came out here with built-in tools and coping skills, but I haven't executed on any of them out here. Like I'm doing this, real, like real life time right now on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Let's get this phone call right here. Um, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. They hung up. It's, it, look, it looked like it was a, a. I see all those kissing emojis. You bastards. <laughs> These guys don't let me slide on nothing. Uh-huh. You know, we play and we have fun right here, bro. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's hear this call again. You're on Hoodstocks. Go ahead. Hey, what up, man? I just wanted to say what's up to Hoodstocks. Showing love all the way from Washington. Hey. That's right, baby. Much love in Washington. How's that weather out there right now? Shit, it's fucking cold, dog. Fucking cold out here, dog. Hello, cold. What's up with over there in California? How's I, the weather over there? It's probably not as cold as it is in Washington, right? No, no way. I mean, what, what, what is cold in Washington, bro? What is cold? Negative. Like, you're talking negative. Uh, it doesn't get in the negative. Oh, okay, it gets okay. in, like, in the 29s and shit like that. That's negative but, uh, in California, uh, sir. <laughs> That's Damn. ice cold, bro. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Why I can't even see my dick in that cold, bro. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker go! Oh, that motherfucker's in hibernation. Hey, yeah, man, hey, I just wanted to call in, say what's up to Hoodstocks, what's up to motherfucking uh, that fool Lonely. You know, hopefully everything's going good for you, homeboy. And uh, nothing but love. Yeah, likewise. Right back at you, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah that's what's up. What up, boys? You guys right, have brother. a good night. You, you as well, brother. All right. Thank you, Don. All right, later. I mean, you live in you as you out here now, bro. You realize that it's such a materialistic world. Not that it never was not a materialistic world, because I think Madonna had the uh, that first song, Material um, Girl. Material yeah. Girl. You know, I mean, if you're our age, right? I, my, my older sister always played that that album. She had the actual albums, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but but as you you're in this world now, bro, and it's just not all about having a packed locker with soups and chili beans and stuff like that. Now the 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 material world has just freaking opened up into a crazy universe. I mean, do you see certain things You're like, man, I want that right there. I can't. I mean, are you are you are you are you seeing are you wanting more than what you're getting? I mean, do you I know you probably are, bro, because the way I mean, I'm content, um, you know, 
it seems things that may seem like you know somewhat small to some. I walked in, you blessed me with a with a with a with a tracksuit, some hats, and some shirt. Like that's huge for me. That's huge. That's huge for me because like I'm I'm literally building like my clothing connection. So like I'm like I'm literally like I'm gonna cherish that. Like that means a whole lot to me. But um, like I love Jordans, man. That's like that's like my thing. Like you know that's but. You know, that's that's an expensive shoe right there, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I've got a few pairs. I had a friend of mine um, get me a few pairs. But, um, yeah, I mean, mostly my money that I want to do are experiences. You know, um, you know, D- Disneyland. I, I want to take my nephews to, to Disneyland, to Knott's Berry Farm, you know, um, stuff like that. Rather than the material stuff. Don't get me wrong. I, I I do like to dress and look good because you know you feel good and you know there's nothing better like standing in that full length mirror like damn, yeah, yeah I'm doing my thing. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But uh, for me, it's more about experiences. Like I, I want to build memories and you know I'm trying to make up for a lot of lost time. Yeah, I feel that, bro. I feel that. And uh, as you uh, stay the course, you know it's gonna. Um, it's gonna go. It's gonna go the way you want it to go, bro. I mean, it's. It feels. You know, you're in control now, bro. Nobody's popping your door open no more. I mean, you're in control, bro. So the sky's actually the limit. You know. Yeah. Um. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, Lucky. Yo, you what know up? When you've been to prison. Huh? You know when you've been to prison, you had the prison marble. Oh. The marble on my dick. What are you talking about, bro? Stupid ass fool. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, bro. Have a good night, asshole. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy, dude, because you got. I mean, yeah, he tried to get me, dog. Yeah, we were doing good. Like, we're four for five right now. Yeah. I mean, it blew my mind, bro. The first time I I was in reception, bro, uh, Delano reception. That the homies were fucking, oh, were, were, were were piercing each other's dicks, bro, with a fucking sharpened toothbrush, hey, bro. Boo, boo, and, boo, that shit in the halls, dog. Yeah, and, and the razor blade boo. and putting the deodorant ball in there, like talking about a hammerhead shark and like hitting it on the desk, like, dude. Damn, the <laughs> fucking insane. the deodorant ball is crazy. It's like a big ass marble, dog. And I, you know, what I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't think I got enough dick for the fucking deodorant ball, dog. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, give me the rosary beads, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was crazy, bro, because I was like, man, these fools are going to hell, hell. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, cutting, they're cutting the freaking rosary up, bro, and they're putting those little freaking uh, beads in their dick, bro. You know what mm. I mean? Next, you know, their dick's looking like a fucking payday candy bar, dog. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, bro. Wow. Crazy things people do and I shit, I forgot dog. about that. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, sorry yeah, to sorry to fucking put that back into your fucking. Uh, um, but anyways, brother, like you know, closing this podcast out, bro. You know what I mean? Um, let's get this call real quick. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yeah, I have a question for uh, Brian. What's up, bro? Hey, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Andrew Tate? Who? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. I, I yeah. I don't think I'm familiar with him. Who is that? I know who Andrew Tate is, but I'm gonna let you answer that. Okay, he didn't want to answer that. He's got some. Uh, he's got some crazy views of life, you know. Um, 
It to me make a uh, sense. I, I mean, I don't watch a lot of it, but I, I've watched some of Andrew Tate. He's just a dude, bro. A very successful dude in life that has some uh, viewpoints that can potentially be frowned upon in this sensitive world. Okay. And he was like, they they kicked him off of YouTube, and he's just a, a you know, the, when you hear people like that, bro, as you being your own man or any person that's uh, pushing an agenda or a theory in life, bro. I mean, you, you know what I mean? There's some things you can take from it, bro, that are, that you can apply it, okay. you know I mean, to your shit. And there's some things that be like, nah, bro, you, I mean, you lost me on that one, but he's a really controversial dude, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's a controversial dude and he's, and he's killing the airwaves with his controversy, you know? And there's some people, bro, that do that in this universe, bro, of the, like YouTube and these social media platforms, bro, where they, 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 they share their belief in life and that might be foreign to a lot of people and it, and it really blows their mind and it attracts them to it. And, you know, um, I, you know, it's, 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 it's a trip, bro. You know what I mean? But, um, I mean, that's going to happen. If you speak unfiltered and just, you know, say what you got to say, don't sugarcoat, then yeah, you, I mean, you're going to get that, that blowback. And that's a hundred percent what he's gotten. He's, yeah. he's spoken very unfiltered and there's different levels of being unfiltered, like dumbass Kanye West yeah. is so fucking chemically unbalanced, unfiltered, Bro, that he's losing, you know, he's losing all his deals and everything like that yeah. on just like on conversations that you can potentially just have uh, behind closed doors, bro, with yeah. people that you're good with, you know, and instead of just like, you know, uh, you know, people are really offended uh, these days with a lot of things. And um, I mean, if you're a, a person of stature, a billionaire, millionaire, like you just you got to really understand the world we live in, you know, yeah, absolutely, you know, so and, and I and I get that as I go. Sometimes I, I can be unfiltered. A lot of times I can be unfiltered, but who knows? Maybe one day it might come back and and, and bite me, you know. Uh, but you know, I, at this point in time, and I think at, even at that point in time, bro, because it's inevitable, bro. You know what I mean? Once you start blowing up or you getting bigger, bro, people are going to try to dig dirt and they're going to try to throw oh, yeah. it at you, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a given. You know, but hey, you know what? Um, you know, uh, life is a, a journey. It's a process, bro. And like we said earlier, we're forever evolving, bro. So, yeah. you know, um, it is what it is, bro. It's this time in life we live in. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yo, yo, what up, what up, what up? Te mando saludos. What up, Dougie? Saludos, my boy. De mi huevos peludos. Yeah. <laughs> What's cracking, Dougie? You got a quick... Okay, that was it. There it is there. But, um... Where we at? We're about uh, two and a half hours in this, brother. Like, is there anything else, bro, that you wanted to like express or share on the platform, bro? You know, any more thoughts of you know the transition in life that you've been on, bro? The journey. You know, any points that you'd like to make, brother? Just for uh, I I mean, you know, just for people to be open minded, you know, to 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 strive for something better, you know, like. I, that's the essence of my story right there. Like I was literally in a hopeless situation. Um, I'm doing life in prison. You know, I'm in the shoe, which is a prison inside of a prison. Um, I'm dealing with heroin addiction, which is another in prison, a self-imposed self-designed prison. So I, I, I've been in the darkness. I, I've been in the pits, like what feeling suicidal, you know, losing family members, like, Life is is too brutal, and, and and there's no rewards for it. So, strive. Just look for something greater, man. That's it. Like, look for something greater in life. Like, 
you know, I'm starting from scratch at 45. It's it's day by day, but I got my health. I got my family. You know, I, I got good friends, good opportunities. Um, life's short, man. Just 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 strive, just strive, strive for something that makes you happy. There's there's not much time for this anger and resentment. Like this stuff eats your soul. It's like giving somebody else poison. And, you know, you drinking poison and expecting another person to die. You know, so that, that, that's my main message right there. Absolutely, brother. Well, it's been dope having you on here, brother. You know, um, if anybody wants to get a hold of Brian, how can they contact you, brother? Um, you can go to my Instagram. It's freebliss1, F-R-E-E-B-L-I-S-1. And um, I, 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 like I said, I, I, I've met some like amazing people. Uh, I've got some amazing comments. I like interacting with people, and yeah, I'd like to hear from you. Absolutely. Everybody... Give it up for Brian Lonely James. Mm. Yes, it's been good, brother. It's been a good conversation, bro. Yeah, yeah, thank this you. This has been good, bro. I mean, for myself as well, bro. And I hope you guys got something out of it as well. Um, thank you so much. Like, subscribe. Uh, holler at the homie right here on his Instagram. It will be in the description. Um, check out East LA Exotics right there. Um, they take care of us right here, so we want to take care of them as well. We thank you guys. Uh, for your individual support and giving us your time and your day and your night, which is, uh, is, is valuable, you know, and we respect it. So thank you so much. Yes. We are out of here. Yeah.